Welcome to Clickstar, brought to you by Lucky Dice Cafe out of Huntsville, Alabama. Check them out at luckydicecafe.com. And now for your hosts, Daniel Powell, Jason Alvey, Alex Coons, and Tyler Spees. Hey everybody, welcome to Clickstop today. This is your host Daniel Powell speaking. Just want to let everybody know Clickstop is brought to you by Trollandtoad.com, world's largest hero clicks retailer. Check out Trollandtoad.com and use coupon code Clickstop for 5% off your hero clicks order. Merchant and pre-order items do not apply. And if you like what you're listening to today, check us out Patreon.com forward slash Clickstop. One dollar and above gets entered into our monthly giveaways. Five dollars and above also gets entered into our Patreon Discord channel for Heroclix Strategy and Tactics discussion. Uh, this month is a public giveaway uh, with Troll and Toad, um, which includes our patrons, uh, US only, unfortunately, for sealed product, but it's a sealed brick of X of Swords uh, coming from Troll and Toad. So look for that to go up shortly, uh, either before or after this episode. Uh, depends on how my day goes. Um, and joining me today, uh, is Jason, hasn't actually done a mic check yet, Alvi. I am here. He is hey. there. All right. Hey. Jason, don't hey. Um, and uh, also joining me today is Tyler, I'm assuming doesn't really actually like Gen Con very much, Spees. <laughs> I had a blast. All right, we'll talk more about it in a minute. Uh, and then um, Alex eat, ate the least amount of meat coos. What? Uh, yeah. yeah. And lastly is uh, Azareth got his money's worth on the meat strike. Yep. I thought I was going to be ate the most amount of meat. <laughs> You should have been. Yeah. Well, I was, yeah. just, I was I was trying to be respectful. And, yeah, uh, I appreciate it. No, the place was uh, amazing. And I, right. oh, oh, man. So, cool. um, <laughs> I do we're have... Not we're, we're not sponsored by... Uh, for what it oh, my gosh. Could you, oh, oh, my what gosh. Too? But we could be. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We could be. Yeah, All so right, we don't so... want to talk too much about it because we don't want to give them un, you know free publicity. But if they wanted to, right, exactly, because they're listening. Where where your target market? I think so. Yeah, yeah. So we're here to talk about Gen Con today. Uh, wrap up U.S. Nationals. Uh, talk about the road to Worlds, uh, which is a very short very short road because it's five weeks. Today's Tuesday. Obviously, oh, we're like we're like the back alley to Worlds. Yeah. It's a it's a short walk back to the truck every night that Jason loved so much. Well, if it wasn't so goddamn hot, I wouldn't mind it so much. Oh all my right. god! So, all right, we're gonna talk about Gen Con. I want to talk about. I got an agenda, sort of, that I at least got in my brain of what I want to talk about. Um, we've got some thank yous to talk about. Um, we've got the stuff that didn't happen at the tournament. Um, that I want to talk about, right? The reasons why you should go to Gen Con, uh, sort of the ancillary stuff. Um, I want to talk about, um, 
I, I really wanted to frame it up as the health and safety version of it, um, but just more of what went right for me, what I needed to improve on, and what my recommendations are for Worlds. Um, and then looking forward to Worlds. Um, so we got a lot to talk about. I think we, we're going to be here for a minute talking about stuff. Uh, not, not six hours for those that are worried because <laughs> the last episode was right. five or six hours. So I thought we were trying to break the record again this week. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We could. There is a lot to talk about. So that, that goes out to Seven my, hours coming up, folks. Let's go. That goes out to my first thank you for everybody. It was a blast to meet uh, all of the listeners that I had not listened, that we had not met before or forgotten that we had met um at gen con you know because some of these folks we hadn't seen for three years um mm-hmm. I, so i i know that i i like i who stuck out i mean my goodness i, I don't want to name any names because i feel like I'll, I'll miss somebody but like uh yeah um you know peter marshfield Corey long um oh my gosh the 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 Jay and Michael from Indy were a blast to hang out with in the BRs. Um, I got to talk to Josh Parlin again. Um, and these are just players, right? Um, so, oh my gosh, there's so many. I had a mental list of them and now um, I forgot i'm blanking i'm blanking but then of course you know what goes without saying all of the competitive players right you know adam isaac ed scott pj um etc etc you know um <laughs> love yeah. that etc guy y'all y'all know who y'all he's are. the best so um so that that was a big thing for me i just love seeing all of y'all and if I didn't mention your name, I'm sorry. It's not on purpose, but uh, loved hanging out with all of y'all. And then the WizKids staff, um, you know, and volunteers, right? Ed, Anthony, Chris, they ran a fantastic nationals tournament. Um, and Kurt, you know, demoing. I know we got a lot to talk about, so I just want to get to thank you, very specific thank yous out of the way first. Kurt, running demos steven france running demos for dnd onslaught um sean was running brs all weekend and the x of sword stuff uh norm was taking tickets and then you know we got to meet the product manager for hero clicks that was phenomenal jimmy and scott were doing their thing um and then everybody of course running demos at the booth and selling us stuff at the booth um big, big kudos to whoever you said was demos because i was over here i was over here big kudos to running the what sorry you cut out there yeah. the the hero clicks demos mm-hmm. that's, um that's because correct. i was over that, that's correct. yeah i was overhearing them like as the day was going on and he was the way he explained the game i wish people would have been able to explain the game to me when i was first learning it like right yeah, he so, was very good. Yeah, Kurt's Kurt's a longtime WizKids volunteer, um, and very dedicated to like running, um, uh, running crazy scenarios. So I've talked to him. He's ran some of the side events at Origins before in years past, and all of those inventive sort of side events, right? 
uh, he's he's ran it over the years and just does a great job with including folks in the community. Um, but you know, I don't know. Some people might listen to this and say, "Oh, Daniel's just you know," or the, the Clickstaff guys are just sucking it up. But no, I mean, it really yes. is a lot of. I just want to, I just want to, yeah, acknowledge that, right? I'm just going to acknowledge that and just tell him to go fly kite because there is a lot of effort mm-hmm. that goes into these events. And, uh, you know, these guys could be enjoying the convention in other ways, playing other games. Uh, but they, they they dedicate their time for us to be able to play this game, and that means a lot. Um, hitting, them, hitting people with that deep Mary Poppins cut and well, telling them to go fly a kite. You know what? Um, I'm only about 1.5 beers in, so... Um, so it, it is. You mean not margaritas? That's Jason. That's Jason. How many margaritas are you in? <laughs> not enough, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I knew the answer was going to be not enough. Yep. So, yep. At, at any rate, you know, I I do appreciate it because I tell you what, I, I I'll tell y'all the else. I, y'all all had fun, right? Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't oh, think no, it... I had a terrible time. <laughs> it sucked. Yeah right. <laughs> yeah right. Tyler had a blast for the twenty minutes he was there. Yeah, it was a great time. Yeah, he came, he saw, he stole my flash, he left. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that, that was going to be my intro was the Tyler the Flash Napper Spees, but uh, <laughs> um, but uh, anyways, yeah, WizKids put on an amazing U.S. Nationals um, without any caveats. Um, if you add the caveats, it was above and beyond amazing. Um, so, um, it was very efficiently run with what they had to deal with. Yes. Format wise. Cause you know, we don't want to sugarcoat the unhappiness people had with going into uh, nationals with the format of how it was going to be. Yeah. But regardless of once they the got there, was, they ran it really well. Yeah. The format Regardless if it sucked, it ran very smoothly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Arguably one of the best WizKids run events that I, yeah. I mean, at least I've been to. Like, like time-wise, like, I was going into it concerned I wasn't going to make the X of Swords event after the qualifier because it was, like, back-to-back. Like, but no, there was plenty of time because it yeah. was so efficient. I feel like the great. only... Uh... Everything went real smooth. The only like small complaint was like more a Gen Con thing than a WizKids thing. Um, just with how they had to have everything set up with like um, the tickets and the generics and uh, the BRs and stuff. But how it was explained to me is that it was a, a, a Gen Con mm-hmm. uh, limiting thing. It, it had to be run through the computer and they had to select a time and things like that. And then they gave out the tickets. So it was just like... Correct, because that's how they determine how much space you get. Right, yeah. So um, the, yeah, they had, they had no room, basically. Yeah, they didn't <laughs> have enough small. room. Yeah, the BR, yeah, so I mean, they're just coming back, right, as a Gen Con exhibitor. So they probably just didn't get the, hey, we're going to run BRs table space, right, that they've gotten in years past. So in years past, right, they've just been able to run BRs on demand. And, sure. right. Um, but as a returning, they did have a ton more table space on Saturday. Yeah, they got they were they were able to get it. 
But that's also why the events were only four hours long. Like, there wasn't an event that was over four hours. It's because I think that's a Gen Con thing. Right. But that all like goes Gen- back that all goes back to them being a returning exhibitor. Right? Whenever uh, they whenever they want whenever they wanna yeah, it is, because whenever they were one of the big exhibitors, they they just had their own table space to do what they want. Right? You think, like, like you think that, Gen Con was limiting whiz kids because they were returning? Like it could be. Yeah. Well so I know I've I've done other competitive games at Gen Con that were longer than Right. And then they're, and then they're not and then they protest people that have been there in the past and stayed around. Yeah, yeah, because like pastime is just firing magic events all the time. Right. So um and then other games can do that as well. Like they're just renting table space. So uh it, it's kind of the reality of uh Gen Con from my understanding, so yeah, I but... think I think WizKids just got in late. Yeah, I agree. Probably so. Yeah, I think another. I think another aspect of it is that they had to run probably more qualifiers than normal, because there were no, there was nothing feeding in. Like it used to be, we had WKOs. And uh, there were there were WKOs from twenty twenty, and that there were and there were rock points that could have qualified people for. for right, I'm saying there. Right, not as many leading into it, like normal no it was just it was just space right because that that's why they did the pods of 16 because they only had room for eight competitive games to be played at a time mm-hmm. so it's just a space thing which is not that's not gen con that's them not oh. getting into time right it, it is it is gen con and them it's like a combo but yes you're right it's them but the problem is we don't know when they applied and when they actually tried. we're making assumptions so yeah, that's true. But e- whatever the reason was, it if it does fall on with kids, right? Whether it was uh, them getting in in time or like a cost thing or something like that, because they're Jenkins a big event. If you get in early enough and you have money, you you're gonna get space, right? Yep. Yeah, we just yep we just don't know what happened in the room where it happened. Right. So, so we yeah, we're speculating a little bit. So. Um, so let's talk about, um, well, let's talk about kind of what we did every day as, uh, as we go through each day. Should we start with Tyler? Well, I was... <laughs> no, because we start on Thursday, right, sir. Because I was thinking about, like, what do we do, like, we, uh, do we talk about our experience as far as who was the shortest, which we start with Tyler, or who do we start with with the longest, right? Which would have been Jason or I or Ash. Uh, let's do day by day is a good idea. All right, so so Jason and I started on Wednesday morning, um, as is as or as started on Wednesday afternoon. But Jason and I drove up. Um, we got our uh, Vax card done, and um, we got lunch done. So we went to um, Kilroy's. Uh, which is a world yeah. famous breadstick place, um, for and, good reason. Oh yeah, it was phenomenal, and like, like they had a wedge salad that was out of this world. Um, okay. And it was. This is going to be some of the ancillary stuff with 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 hero clicks mixed in. 
Um, because we paid a lot of money to go to Gen Con. By gummy, you're going to hear about the wedge salad at this point, folks. Um, so, um, then, you know what, Jason and I just kind of walked around, right? We just enjoyed the con. Yep. We, we tried to get into some trade day stuff, but... Yeah, we tried to we tried to sneak in, but it didn't happen. Right. <laughs> so we did we did get to just enjoy, um, you know, watching people at the con and just relaxing and just kind of soaking it in. Right. Um, I think if it wasn't ninety five degrees, we would have went to the baseball game. Because mm. the well, there's the because the, there's the indie. I think it's I don't remember. I think it's Victory Field is right there. Um, yeah, 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 and. Jason Jason heard uh, going to baseball and was like, no. Um, but if it wasn't 95 degrees, I think we would have went to a baseball game because uh, it looked really fun. But uh, we went to the uh, JW Hotel and like sat on the third floor and just kind of watched everything happen. Uh, then we checked into our hotel. Um, highly recommend Drury Hotels. They have a free supper and free yep. drinks. Um, yes, they did. Uh, Azareth met us there, uh, ate supper with us, and uh, it was it was very welcome. I uh, was starving. Supped. He supped with you guys. Yeah. And then we went to the sealed uh, battle royal event at Family Time Games uh, in Indianapolis, and uh, we watched as the other BR table pulled two <laughs> Jim Jaspers, mm-hmm. and. Um, we didn't, so we uh, yep. we sort of no. we sort of we sort of blazed through our BRs because they uh, they sucked ass uh, basically figure wise, yep. um, just re- respectfully. Um, well, we did pull a chase in in one. I mean, but it wasn't chase. We that was the one we played. actually played. Yeah, that was the one yeah, we, we actually could. played. Um, I ended up buying the chase off of Az, and yep. uh, but at the end of the day. You know, so it was Jason and I and Az and uh, Judge Cheats. Uh, Keith was in there, and um, you know, I, at the end of the day, it was like we already have all this stuff, or we're going to be getting it all. So like, I took the tarot cards and like a rare, and like Keith was like, I've already got all this stuff. Jason was like, Well, I want this and this, and then we just like. We just all divvied it up, right? We pulled our stuff and we all came to an amicable of, we all agreed on what we wanted to take uh, very quickly. So we were like, do the next BR, try to get the Jim Jaspers. We got eight. We got eight boosters out of the second brick that had Jim Jaspers in it, and we didn't pull the Jim Jaspers. It was in the last two boosters. Yeah. So yeah. nice. It's we, uh, all, we all amicably agreed on how we were going to power bomb the other battle royale. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. was well, definitely a consideration. So, um, but uh, then we got back to the hotel and you know we had a good night's rest and um, then Thursday we got up and that was so the events didn't kick off till one, so we went through the dealer hall for a while. Um, and I would say also Wednesday, um. The door was open, so Jason and I got to stick our heads in and um, check out to see where WizKids was going to be playing uh, in the dealer in the gaming hall, so we checked mm-hmm. that out. Then Thursday, um, uh, shout out to our sponsor, Troll and Toad. 
I had a uh, huge buy list, um, and I filled it out beforehand, uh, walked right in, handed it to the buyer, uh, got to meet our marketing contact with Troll and Toad, have a great conversation, um, handed in my buy contact, my buy list, and I was in and out in 10 minutes. Um, mm-hmm. Because, then thank you to my wife, Sam, for uh, putting in all of that work, sorting the hero clicks, doing it in <laughs> alphabetical order, filling out the bed li- build the buy list, and that sounds awful. Putting it all in baggies. Um, it was like nine hundred and fifty dollars worth of stuff. So, mm. um, got that all taken care of. And uh, don't worry, I brought home. I didn't spend it all. I brought home money for Sam and and tipped her very well she was like here honey just you take this do whatever you want with it um so uh, then i'll get when jason and i just got to go walk around the dealer hall um for a little while um and then we made it to our qualifier um jason do you want to talk how you're talk about how you're what you played and how your qualifier went you're on mute now so maybe uh uh, it didn't go great. <laughs> sure. All what, right. Yeah. What What did you play, and how did it go? I played my Miles, Miles West, Spider Man, Family, Iron Man, Scarlet Witch team that we've been playing, and uh, I mean, I, I don't know. Dice kicked my ass. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> they, people played good against me, and they had really good dice. So there you go. Yeah, that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's about all I got to say about so it. So you ended up you ended up uh, going what zero and two and dropping. Yep. <laughs> so um, I ended up. Um, sorry, I'm filling out a trade. Uh, sending somebody my address. Um. So Don't I ended up. Don't accidentally say it while you're trying to talk. No, they're, they're, well, I would say a good portion of our listeners know my address. So. That's probably fair. <laughs> That's fair. But uh, So I played my Thanos unthemed Thanos team that I got from Scott Crampton. Um, I played Thanos, um, Sakarian Iron Man with the cloak, um, Molecule Man, Commissioner, and Marvella. Um, and I went 4-0 with a whopping 375 points over four rounds. Um, wow. <laughs> Riveting gameplay happened. Yeah, so it was not fun, folks. It was not, not, not fun, not in the least bit. No, 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 no. Um, it, it's, it was awful, right? I, like, I mean, it was fine. Um, but so like round one, I played against, um, Jay Patel out of, um, the West coast came over. It was nice to meet Jay and, um, he was playing the radio Spider-Man family radioactive clay with Scarab. Um, so like spider Pharaoh, Sakarian Iron Man and stuff. Mm -hmm. And... I was able to, I think in that game I scored 130 points. So I think I scored his um, Spider Pharaoh and his Scarab. So I was able to 
Um, mind control his spider pharaoh to punch his scarab. And then later on he moved up his scarab to use the radioactive clay as a regular action on me. Uh, because he took me to negative zone. And on that map I'm able to barrier, barrier, barrier on the diagonals. So that they can't do anything with the mind control. Um, so just on the diagonals with the barrier, with being able to do seven of them every turn, I can protect my team from any meaningful attacks and they have to move out. Um, so that game was pretty crazy. Um, I forget, maybe I scored, he had two Marvellas, so maybe I got the Marvella and the Clay. That sounds about right on points. Um, so I won, and then round two, um, I faced, um, I didn't score many points there either. Uh, I played Grover, um, who was playing Thanos Collector with Captain Marvell. And I think I only ended up scoring Captain Marvell and his Molecule Man, so another 80 points. Um, I think Grover had some bad targeting selections um, on my team. I think Grover had that game almost won um, if he had it a few more minutes. But um, uh, I was able to eke that one away from him. Um, and then round three, I played against uh, Howard Brock, who was playing Spider Pharaoh stuff with a scarab and uh, not the clay. I know Howard didn't have the clay. Um, and I only scored uh, his spider pharaoh in round three. Um, lots of back and forth. He was playing the emotional modifier. I played the emotional modifier three games that tournament or that qualifier um, because Grover was equipping the emotional modifier to Thanos, um, which is fun. Yeah. Which is not fun. It's not fun. I'm, I'm just joking. <laughs> um, and uh, so it was just 60 to like 30 or 25 or so. Because um, I think he KO'd my commissioner and was getting ready to KO my Molecule Man right before time was called. Um, and it didn't, it just didn't work out. Um, then round four, I went up against um, Nate White playing Fantastic Four. Uh, Nate did not use double Marvel, <clears throat> double Lockjaws, but Nate had a very impressive move up across the map while staying on Battle Fury situation. Um, and I ended up beating Nate uh, like 145 to like 120 or 125. How did he... He moved across the map while having Battle Fury? Right. So he was able to do the the barrier with the pushes. And uh -huh. he was able to do the um, blocking the Battle Fury on people that he needed to carry. Uh, Is there a re reason he activated it before he moved up? No, because he didn't move up all of the way. It was a... A little bit of a move, and then a little bit of a move, and he got up halfway on Kokoa. Yeah, it's him being able to maintain it whilst moving up. Yeah. It, 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 okay. is, it is very tricky with Lockjaw to get that 
or whoever he had carrying. It yeah, he great. had um, yeah. he had um, VVD Valeria Von Doom thirty point chase carrying it. Um, so um, makes sense. Yeah, he moved up as Mister Fantastic. You know, we had a kind of a long play there where I thought I had a line on Mister Fantastic, but I didn't. Um, and. Um, he was able to come up and energy explode my team twice, KOing my Marvella, uh, doing some damage to my Sakarian Iron Man, um, and then, but my commissioner was safe. Um, my commissioner ended up taking, I think, one hit at some point, put him on an enhancement. Um, so I think that turn later I was able to KO Mr. Fantastic, uh, Valeria Von Doom, um and something else. I ended up KOing his Franklin Richards the next turn. Um, and it just it, it just kind of went downhill for Nate from there. Um, so I ended up 4-0 with less than two points worth of games. Um, it was... It was not the way I preferred it's actually, it. It's actually impressive. I, I mean, suppose, it, it sounds like Thanos gameplay. That's what it sounds like. No, that is not true. I have. <laughs> I, I typically go for the wipes, Tyler. Uh, okay, sure. Thanos is because it's a gener- butt clutcher. That's why you need the wipes. Thanos is generally more low scoring than the average team. That is say. that is not true from my that is not true from my data. Okay. I think post errata or watch yeah. list, I think it's more true. Like, if you were including pre watch list, then yes, I would say Tyler was wrong. But post watch list, I think it definitely is much lower numbers. I, I'm sure Scott saw similar numbers. Scott well. did. Um, Scott did not qualify in that one. Um, I was going to go back and try to find my last. Uh, one where I played, um, but like here, Scott went three and zero in July twenty thirds uh, event and scored four hundred and twenty points. Um, mm-hmm. and then that's also Scott. <laughs> that was three and zero four twenty, and then I went two and one. On July sixteenth, and scored five forty over three uh-huh. rounds. Okay, I, I you can score high, but it, on a team where a lot of turns you're mind controlling and then phasing twelve squares away, you're generally scoring less than a team that's attacking. You know, in the meta right now, there's like four attacks a turn, right? Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like what happened, right. and you bet you always brag about you know fifteen squares of barrier turn or whatever. That's gonna lower the, the the scoring of a game. And when what tournament were you talking about with that? Right, and here's one where I played in. Um... He's talking about Brad events. Yeah, Brad events. Here's another Brad event where I went three and zero with eight hundred and thirty uh-huh. points. <clears throat> Uh, again, I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm talking about the average. Right. So how, the, many po- how many points? At 8.30 over three rounds. That was in the end of June? 
Yeah, it was post-errata, though. It was when we were assuming non-standard with um, mind control only on the proof targeting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But at any rate, so that was tough. That was tough, right? I had to go 4-0, but I squeaked in. um, And then Thursday night... um, Was Thursday night, Jason, the, uh, the Mexican restaurant where you had the giant margarita? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, Sounds like that because Jason probably needed it. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Yeah, I came at I came into town on Thursday evening. And yeah. So and that Mexican got... like Alex find us a Mexican place out near our hotel out by the airport and he was like, Yeah, this is a super highly rated Mexican place and dude it was bussin' bussin'. For sure. Was it like a local place? Um, no idea. Yeah, I think it was. It's, yeah, it wasn't like Taco Bell or something. Yeah, it was. looked like it was run by a family. You know what it is because there's always like a, lo- a young yeah. teen person yeah. that's like Up sleeping. Yeah. 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 And, and it's usually the hole in the wall places. Like, the yeah. like in part of a big... Like there should be a GameStop next spot next door or something where it's me, like one of those places. Me and LTVH found one of those in Huntsville, and there literally was a GameStop right next door. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was it was like it actually had like a lunch buffet. That food was so good. Yeah, I remember what it was called, but yeah, you want you want good food most of the time. It's those like look them up first. Like don't just go yeah. into a hole in the wall place because that that can be. Yeah. That could be dangerous. <laughs> well, the food was the food was excellent. And the margarita was strong, and uh, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, very true. But definitely yeah. some good food. Yes, it was. Yeah, so that was really great. I felt I felt pretty good after that. <laughs> right? Yeah, and they had uh, they had giant glasses of Modelo, and that's what I had that night, and it was really good. Yep. yep. So. Yeah. We enter Friday. Um, so Friday morning, I didn't really have anything to do. Um, Alex, were you in the first qualifier on Friday? I I played on Thursday. Oh, as I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I was there on Thursday. I'm so sorry, as um, yeah, you're right. You're right. I um, I'm two point two five beers in now. Fine. Um, yeah, how did what did you play and how did you do on Thursday? Uh, uh, so I played a PJ Scientist team. Uh, I played in Columbus. Um, first round, I I ended up not making cut. I went two and two. Um, my first round opponent didn't show up uh, for ten minutes, so I got a. I started the day at one oh three hundred and still fell short. <laughs> okay. Um, played against Scott Crampton in the second round. Beat him because he's a scrub. Um, <laughs> no, um, honestly, playing in that qualifier made me realize that WizKids needs to ban Hell's Pit. <laughs> I don't. No, that matters. So, for a couple of reasons. One, it is oppressive for a lot of teams. Wait, you play Wizard? I know. <laughs> it's right for that, and I'm saying that map should not exist. Oh, okay. Um, it's oppressive for a lot of teams. And two, I actually was getting a headache looking at the map. Because it is a very bad color scheme. Because it's red on red on brown. 
and the elevation changes are not clear. So it is a very, very difficult map to even just look at. I showed it to Barnstable when I told him, I'm like, this map needs to not exist. He's like, why? And I pulled it open and he was like, oh. I, I don't <laughs> think it needs to be banned. I don't think it's as bad as that. Maybe the color scheme I can agree with, but... Um, You're allowed to be wrong, don't worry. It's, sure. And I'm also colorblind, uh, so... Maybe yeah, it's so probably less for you. <laughs> wait, wait, you're colorblind? Oh my god. <laughs> but, I don't so remember I, this. I, uh, I played Scott, I won map, I took him to Hell's Pit. Um, two interesting things of note in that game. Uh, one, he the way he had his cloak set up to equip, he did the normal send Mary uh, Marvella out to pick it up. Didn't have enough movement to get back up onto the elevated, so she actually wouldn't have been able to sidestep back up. <laughs> so I told him oh. to just move move the cloak. <laughs> oh, sure. Because she loses flight once she gets the token. I'm like, just put your cloak here. Uh, but what happened, uh, the, his next turn could not go back on. He didn't know that Thanos was on elevation one. Oh, okay. Because the starting area are split elevations. Yeah, on I think just one side isn't the other one not. Correct. Yeah. On the side on the side with like the the square center the square spot in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he was calculating all of this stuff to kill my demon in armor, um, and then went to shoot with Thanos, and we're like, you're you're not on elevation two. You you can't see. Uh huh. Um, yep. Which Hell's Pit gave me more headaches playing it. And I'll go into that with my last round. Uh, third round, I played Nate. I lost. Uh, he won map, stole both my equipments and destroyed them. But mm -hmm. he had a really cool setup on how to do it. Um, which was like TKing out Mary Jane, double barrier bumpering her with tor uh, with Human Torch, mm -hmm. and then making the paparazzi decide that break. Um, I thought that was really cool. And I did my normal alpha move up, killed Valeri Von Doom. Um, and knew I was going to get Pulse Waved once, forgot that Franklin could also pick for running shot Pulse Wave, mm -hmm. yep. and got Pulse Waved twice, and then I was double tokened, so I got Pulse Waved <laughs> two more times. Yeah, that does not bode well for scientists. No. <laughs> PJ came over as the game was, like, wrapping up, he looked at me, he's like, got Pulse Waved, didn't you? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, sure did. Um... I scored like 95 points in that game, so I'm already sitting like not great. But if I win and I wipe, I have a chance. Because mm -hmm. I'd be at like almost 800 points. Yeah, you um, would have gotten, gotten in. Uh, so I play Howard. I win map. Howard playing the team that Dan mentioned, um, which was like Scarlet Witch, Venom Magneto, Scarab. Um, I go to Hell's Pit. And. Um, Hell's Pit gave Howard so many fits on his turns that I, I I ended up trying to like give him as much information as I thought he should have, which kept making him retake back like what he was trying to do. And this is nothing on Howard. Um, but I ended up ex ex expending more energy on Howard's turn, so I ended up playing sloppy on my turn. Um, like... I picked hypersonic speed precision strike with Sakari and Iron Man, and then shot Scarlet Witch for three instead of four when I could have shot her for four. It's Looks four like to the stop. Yeah, it's four to the stop click, not three. 
And I was, like, set up to kill her. Gotcha. Um, so, and then we hit two rollouts at the end, which ended up wouldn't have mattered anyway, even if I would have won, because I wouldn't have scored enough points. Uh, but yeah, and then I just enjoyed my weekend the rest of the, the weekend, because I didn't play any more qualifiers. Cool. Fair. And I was okay with that. I don't know where Dan is, but we're going to Friday. No, I'm here. <laughs> I was just making sure I wasn't missing anything else on Thursday. I don't think so. Nope, I went and hung out with Scott and LTVH for a little bit, and then just hung out with some old friends I haven't seen in a few years. Um, all right, yeah, Thursday, uh, or Friday, sorry, uh, Jason and I, Jason, did you have anything Friday morning? Um, let's see, what did I do? I played BRs Friday morning. Right. Oh, boy. And, and you, and, won, you and won, won, and, and won both BRs, yeah. And you beat up on some little kids, right? <laughs> sure did. <laughs> They came right over from the Heroclix demo. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have no compunctions about beating children. So, anyway. Well, no. Definitely not. I so, yeah. wholeheartedly agree with that. Alright, so Alex, talk about what you played and how you did in your qualifier. Um, so yeah, I went into the qualifier just hoping for the best. Um... I played the Celebrity Spider-Man Family Fantastic Four team, so Scarlet Witch, Sarkeen, Iron Man, uh, Mark Vella, and then you have the, you know, like 150 points of swap with Fantastic Four, which I don't think I brought anyone else in, Franklin, Lockjaw, Valeria, Von Doom, and the Left the Human Torch out there, the the deep cuts. I don't think I ever used anybody else. Um, so my first mat match was against uh, Patrick Frazier, and I'm going to do a video where I go through, or roughly go through all of my gains for the day on Roll20 so you can kind of mm -hmm. see what happened a little bit more um, at some point, hopefully this week. Uh, but my first match was against Patrick Frazier. I lost Matt um, he was playing a monster team, but not his typical monster team. It was double scar uh, scarabs, sky tyrant, like four gigantas, like three or four rare gigantas and one prime giganta. Um, yeah, it was actually secret six team. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Well, yeah, secret six, not monster, but close enough. Um, and so uh, that was a little spooky. I he, I positioned pretty well to avoid scarab hits. I feel like. He did, like, slowly whittle down, like, Scarlet Witch, because he's able to outwit through everything. So she was constantly getting double outwitted, and he would just keep dealing her one damage, you know, ping, ping. And there's a lot of retails on that, you know? Playing in a world where there's not much retail anymore, getting retail just feels almost foreign now. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I, yeah. I, made a, I made a very bold play, which I, you know, harnessed my inner Tyler, and I got very aggressive, and he hadn't done anything with Sky Tyrant. This is like turn two or three. And so I dared to hypersonic just run up in the middle of his whole team with Sarkarian Iron Man, and just like, I'm just going to one-shot Tyrant and just expect my Sarkarian Iron Man to die. Mm -hmm. It's like, I feel like that's a fair trade. Sky Tyrant is dangerous. And his most damage outside of the retails. Because I know Scarab is limited to the one, right? Right. So, I succeeded, like even through the probs, like I succeeded. 
Yeah, um, and they have like a five. Yeah, and so, so Kane and Iron Man actually survived like one extra turn. He missed a few things. Uh, but I kept getting retiled, and um, he was whittling down on Valeria, trying to get her down to because she was worth more points. But ultimately, time ran out, and so I took the win on the first one against Pat. Uh, the second game was against Scott Crampton, um, so the, he joined that second <laughs> qualifier uh, for another go. Um, I won map that time. I took him to the Desert Wedding, which was not great, wasn't bad, but there's blocking on one side. So he tried to barricade himself up, and so the first half of the game was us doing like a little dance, where like I would slowly move up, and he would like slowly move around and so a majority of the game was just a slow dance getting up there and then it started going crazy uh, back and forth his destroyer came in he was whittling down my Sarkar and Iron Man when I finally was able to take a shot through his barrier to destroy a barrier with Scarlet Witch bring in Sarkar and Iron Man to charge Flurry take out his Molecule Man and Marvella knowing once again he's gonna die like I just felt that was a fair trade even though it was five points less mm -hmm. I was like to get rid of the barrier as much barrier as i could so at that point he like brought in a, a destroyer and then he hit me enough times where i brought in my destroyer so i was able to like just one one punch his commissioner before he was even able to bring out a rookie and time was called when i was up so i won um but that one was a little bit more de decisive because i did actually have an avenue on that next turn which was about to be my turn to actually ruin his whole team um I had a, some avenues of maybe a follow-up, but it was it was a lot more decisive than Patrick's match. Um, he he didn't make a commissioner the whole time? Uh, yeah, he didn't make a rookie at all. Nope. Weird. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because he no? was saving space with the lineup. I think he didn't because he didn't want me to, like, EE, like, his giant that's behind the barrier. Oh, potentially sure. hit you know someone else there wasn't a lot of room in that corner of desert wedding so okay. i think he was just trying to save space and they didn't want me to somehow you know with scarlet witch or something i don't <laughs> know exactly how sure um third match was against colby is that his name colby kelby 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 um he was playing jason's team i remember up before the qualifiers debating between jason and tyler's team or Dan's team. Like, I All think right, he was so I, before the two. Yeah, sorry, Alex. I just wanted to just say real quick at that morning on Friday, we're at the hotel with Jason, and um, I was like, Jason, you know, the worst case scenario is one of our fans come up and say, "Boy, Jason, I sure love your team. I just decided to play it today. Please don't beat me with it too badly." And uh, while that didn't specifically happen, um, Kelby is a is a great fan of the show and. Uh, Decided to go we will, Jason's team <laughs> on Friday, so we'll we'll revisit this when we get to Saturday. Oh, really? Will we? <laughs> yeah. Will we? Okay. Oh, there's we'll more go. to the story. Spoiler. So uh, I played Kelby. Um, mm -hmm. He won map. Um, he destroyed one of my objects, but for some reason didn't destroy the other. So he destroyed my emotional modifier and mm -hmm. just stole the cloak with one of the paparazzi and left him on the cliff. So I eventually just went and got it. I killed the paparazzi, brought it back, and equipped Sarkarian Iron Man. Mm -hmm. um, he actually controlled the tempo a lot of the game. Um, I killed his Miles Miles West. He was able to kill um, some of my other pieces, like Lockjaw and whatnot. 
And so that game ended in a fashion I hate how it ends. And that was where last action was called. And he was like declaring what powers with Sarkarian Iron Man. So he hadn't actually said like, I'm going to use sidestep and poison or whatever. And then I act, you know, now I'm poisoning. He was at the point where he was declaring the powers. And so I was like, I can't, I hate that I can't. Because if he poisoned Sarkarian Iron Man, he would have won. Uh-huh. And I was like, I can't, like, I don't like being this dude, but at the same time, like... Last action. It's the last, last, last declared action, like, yeah. you, you hadn't picked powers yet. Like, he was, it was his turn to start picking powers. Mm-hmm. And so he started to, in the middle of him saying last action. So right, I, so, and I, and I told you this one, Alex, and just so for clarity, just from my perspective on this one. Last action was called before... He said the words Sakarian Iron Man picks poison, right? Yeah, yeah. So it like was, so like I, I get I, your sentiment right and your feelings are, you know, justified, right? But like I think for a lot of folks, right, like it instead of like needing another five seconds, he needed another fifteen seconds. And so that got not that much. But. Right. You know what I mean, right? Like it was close, but not like super close, right? It wasn't like it was like I picked, I picked poison, poison, right? Like you know, like he was, the last action was called before he was able to pick powers. So um, yeah, it, it was close, it, but I think I think like it was an amicable end to the game. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was. It's one of those where afterwards you feel real awkward because you're like, I feel <laughs> bad. Like I don't like winning this way because he was control. Like he, I think you dropped out on us, Alex. If you're still oh, there. I thought it was just me. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was Alex <laughs> dropping out. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Alex is still just talking, probably. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sure. Uh, so Friday, uh, Friday is also the day that I, um, I decided I was going to. Re- <laughs> yeah. Wow. Alex, you dropped uh, as you dropped off too. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I uh, Thursday is also or Friday is the day I also decided to retire from HeroClix in January. Oh, oh and really? Play, and play D and D onslaught. I'm gonna be a D and D onslaught competitive player. Oh, what, oh, what is that game? It looked really cool. It is a so it is a WizKids news. It's WizKids new miniatures game. It has similarities to HeroClix, mm-hmm. but it is D and D themed. It is player versus player versus environment skirmish style. So you actually have oh, a scenario. This is what they were doing with skirmish all this time. <laughs> <laughs> Not kind exactly. Of. <laughs> but um, they took, like, Heroclix mechanics and just made it simpler. Um, so, like, any character gets three actions. You get to move, use a standard action and a bonus action, which have different things that you can do with them. That's just um, D&D, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Friendly characters don't block line of fire. Which was mind-blowing for me. Yeah. Um, can't move on diagonals because it's a smaller map. Because diagonal movement on a smaller map would just be very powerful. I feel like you're everything you're saying is just D&D rules. No, you can move diagonally in D&D. No, you can't? Yes. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Am I dumb? Yes. There are some households that say that diagonal movement costs extra, but those are house rules. Those are not official. Maybe that's just what I 
Because I've always played that. Yeah. But okay. it's like your first square is five, your, your diagonal is ten. Yeah. I, might be, um, okay. You might also be thinking of like reach and stuff. I think reach is a little different with diagonals no, too sometimes. never played that. But mm -mm. Anyway. Right, well, all right. Alex is back. back. To, back to your story, Alex. Alex yeah, yeah, yeah we, we, took, we took a small interlude there. Yeah, sorry. My internet just crapped out for mm -hmm. whatever reason. Um, so my last match, I was going in 3-0. Not a lot of points taking the Dan Powell route of mm -hmm. um, just scoring not a ton. Um, but then again, I played a Thanos, so that really like limited my points. Uh, I played PJ um, the last the last round. Oh well, he's never won anything, so yeah. So that's kind of a gauntlet, Patrick. God damn it! Okay, here we go again. All right, Alex, you dropped out again. I'm still here, I'm still here. All right, you're still there. Oh. You played Patrick Frazier. Yeah, my computer booted back up and decided to take over. Um, yeah, between Patrick Frazier, Scott Crampton, and PJ, it's like, that's a bit of a gauntlet to go through. Mm -hmm. I won map against PJ, um, so we ended up going to the Desert Wedding. Uh, yeah, Desert Wedding, and because that was kind of my go-to map. I had talked a lot with the UK Nats winner, Alex Crow, about it, because he played, you know, the same team. Mm -hmm. Um and oh, and I forgot to mention Pat Fraser's team. He took me to East Eastview Park. I hadn't been there before. It is another open map, but it has a little bit of barrier on it. Uh, the the game against PJ was another one of a little dance. I kind of moved up a little bit, barriered myself in. He kind of moved around a little bit as well. Um, and then we started trading shots. Uh, I was able to take out his wizard and and uh, flash. And, like, it, it, he took out, I forget exactly who he took out, um, maybe Valeria. Um, the biggest issue was I ended up winning barely, and it's because he lined up to take a shot near the beginning to, to kill my Marvella. I, like, perplexed her up to an 18 or something like that, and he just whiffed multiple times with a Sarkarian Iron Man, like, just <laughs> bad rolls or something. And that ultimately, we would find out, would be the deciding factor like if he had actually hit that that would have made things a lot different um i didn't mm -hmm. play that game very smoothly um because i just didn't position well during that game um but i did ultimately win barely so that ended up with me being 4-0 on the day which i did not expect to happen especially with who i knew was going to be in the tournament that day so I was um, pleasantly surprised and very surprised that my team did as well as it did, even though it had won UK Nats. I can't, I guess I can't be that <laughs> sure. surprised. But yeah, it was all in all a great qualifier on Friday. And then my mushy brain went immediately into the Exoswords special event with the three right. months of Sealed. Right. So yeah, I guess, yeah, you. Jason and I all played in Exoswords on Friday afternoon. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, mm -hmm. Jason, so, how did you? Let me let me ask this, Jason. Uh, Dave, yeah. maybe about to ask this. How did you feel about the general format of Ex? Not not necessarily the month one, month two, month three, but as the event. Because you know, there's people in a couple weeks that are going to be playing mm -hmm. this OP event. The boosters are built specifically to be played as BRs. How did you feel about that? I thought it was one of the most fun VR sets I've played with in a long time. Wow. Like, oh. Yeah, yeah, I do. I mean, 
I thought it was man, pretty. Other than one thing I ran across, I thought it was, they're they're pretty balanced. The maps are fun. I actually have no uh, idea. So, so, so it's you, just, get, it's just, you get one booster. Oh. You get a sword, right? So your booster has four mm-hmm. figures and a sword. And sword. You pick a figure and pass it. The way that they mm-hmm. played it was all figures have the sword bear trait. Mm-hmm. So, oh, okay. So, and it just starts with it, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, you pick a figure and you pass it, and you end up with four, and then it's got the whole revival uh, aspect to it, right? So, if your figure's knocked out at the beginning of your next turn, that figure respawns in your starting area. And they had no tokens on them, they can just get yeah, those, those are the new BR rules. Starting yeah, in the, so if your character is KO'd, it uh-huh. is scored. At the beginning of your turn, you place it in your starting area on click one with no token. Yeah, it's a new it's a new character. It's a new it's a new figure. Yeah. And it's not, oh. it's, it's not just one. Any of your figures that are KO'd just Correct. Starts. It is it is turn. new for the X of Swords storyline OP to stop people from getting ganged up on and not be able to play. That's awesome. That yeah, and I, I will say it, yeah. it, 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 it. There's two things with that. One, I felt like it was great. It kept people interested in the game. It kept you into the game um, because it's like, oh, this figure got KO'd, or you might be willing to take more chances because you're like, okay, this guy's going to die, but I know he's going to pop back up in my starting area and I'll be mm-hmm. able to go next turn. Um, the other side effect of that, though, is you know, ganging up. Well. If I'm able to be near your starting area and I'm able to KO a figure pretty easily, I know that character's coming back next turn for me to also KO again easily. So, like, I killed a lot of Dazzlers on the day because she's not that mm-hmm. beefy of a figure. Um, and so, like, it, it, I agree with Jason. I felt like it was very balanced. It's probably yeah. what, like, I think they learned a lot from Civil War. The Civil War was yeah. the last OP vet. Besides Regenesis, we don't count Regenesis. Um, no. Bec- the problem with Civil War was because you were stuck playing the same set for three months. And by month two, you were tired of it. And this, you're playing with similar figures, like the same commons and uncommons, and I think rares, but there's different super rares and cards, maybe, and maybe the weapons are different, yeah. but there's differences between the three months. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tarot decks were also in play yes. during the battle royal. Yeah, every ca- every booster had one tarot card, and all the tarot cards went into a four card pile. And, and then you got the and then the uh, monthly participation thing got dropped mm-hmm. in as uh, added to it the yes. major arcana. Yeah, yeah. And so at the beginning of the first uh, first turn, there was no tarot cards. The beginning of the second turn, I think, is when they started. You flip the card, and you it affected everybody. Now, in this set, there's a lot of mission point ones, so a lot of those didn't matter. And you know, there's some that had to do with like RCE or lead climb, and you know, a lot of the figures in the set don't have that. Um, so there are a lot of dud tarot cards, but there's a lot Jason could probably attest a lot that are annoying. Um, yes, but Fuck tarot cards. It was a nice. It was a nice way to get an, an introduction to it, and I actually really love the. Like I thought it was, it it kept going. Everyone was involved. All the figures felt balanced. Like there were some clearly stronger than others, but not to the point where it's like a two hundred point, like just never gonna die figure. 
There's ones that... Except for Super Apocalypse, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, except for him. Uh, I mean, I guess. I mean, the, the rare Wolverine in the set is also pretty nutty. Um, he is, yeah. Because he gets the... Every time you roll a, a D6, I think it's like 5 and 6. I have this card right here. It's whenever you roll a D6, a 5 or 6 for a single D6 roll. After resolutions, you may remove an action token from him, and he may heal one click. So he starts with impervious and super senses. He also has traded willpower, and he also has leadership. So you roll at the beginning of your turn for leadership. You roll a five or a six. He removes an action token from himself and heals one. You roll for willpower at the beginning of your turn. Same exact thing. They hit you with impervious. You roll out of it. You heal and lose an action token. Like this guy's pretty nutty. I don't not meta wise, but like. Mm-hmm. Just playing him, I'm like, that can get and introduce that tarot card, increase your D6 rolls. Like this this feels like actually a mm-hmm. unique take on Wolverine for once. Like I actually like this Wolverine almost more than most of the others we have, uh, just because it's it's a trait that just he keeps healing and removing action tokens. So I, I enjoyed the the event. I ended up winning, um, I, I didn't win. I came in second. Our event. Mm-hmm. And I got a Genesis. So that was pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah. So I, I tell you what. So um, I played in it. I'll say this. I am not a BR player. Um, I did win one of the regular BRs on um, Friday morning. But that's only because the more experienced BR player, Earl Hanna, rolled four fours in a row. No shit. Like not, not a joke. It was exactly four. Four of them in a row. Um, so I just managed to win that BR by sheer dice luck, but this, um, this X of Swords thing was super cool, super fun. Um, I did not do any placement in that event worth talking about. Um, I got a full full figure. Um, no, I pulled shit basically. Uh, super rares were pretty hard to come by. Like I felt like yeah, they were, they were, yeah. Like, there were not I saw many. I saw two in my games, Tarn, uh, which Scott pulled in our VR, and then uh, that Super Apocalypse, uh, and that first Exo Swords event. So that two out of the three games I saw Super Rare. I didn't pull any though. Right, I didn't either. Uh, and you know, Havoc was pretty cool. I got the new Havoc was pretty cool. Uh, the Rogue and uh, Storm are, are pretty fun, also. Right. Um, and I would say that Jason and I just to prove how terrible. Or how much I don't, how much I'm not skilled at BR play. Uh, Jason and I got into one of those events together, and did not coordinate our attacks, uh, nor attack <laughs> the same people, um, nor anything. It was also, uh, also in a BR. Just to further prove this point, there's a Mister Sinister with a friendly rally die of one. Uh, whenever your, so whenever your team rolls a one, he takes it. And then he can use it as a die replacement on uh, yeah. opposing attacks. And what did we do as a table? Um, we gave uh, the new player at our table two of those Mr. Sinisters. <laughs> He's so good. <laughs> so, so good, um, man. I think the Super Apocalypse and the Mr. Sinister is probably the nuts to pull. In that uh, in that format, uh, the Hope Summers was really good. Wolverine, um, 
Wolverine really sounds like. Pog. I I never saw him, but uh... Pog Pog or Pog isn't bad either. There's a there is an uncommon yeah. Pog or Pog that makes a giant Pog that just doesn't die because it, it instead Pog or Pog takes the damage for the the Pog for the Pog. Yeah, yeah I think. The OP event is a lot better than the main set, in my opinion. Yeah, oh yeah, so. for sure. Rachel's numbers was real good, too. And one thing I want to mention, based off of that, what you just said, Tyler, the weapons in this, I feel like, are a lot better. Except the Miramasa Blade. Miramasa yeah. Blade sucks yeah, compared to the main set Miramasa yeah. Blade. <laughs> but yeah. but we, get the, we get the better figures, I think, and overall, on average. Uh, we get the better swords, and we get the better tarot cards in the OP event. We'll go. Obviously, we'll do a, a set review of the whole OP right. event when when we get. I think we may have everything from it, but we'll do that a little bit. Closer so, to... to answer Richard Shaw's question, when can we expect a tier maker tier maker for the Exoswords main event or Exoswords? Um, oh gosh, hold on, that's not main the right point. So, when can we expect a tier maker for the main Exoswords event? Well, that's coming this week. Um, when are we yep. going to do a set review for the slop? Was probably closer to August twenty fourth. Yeah. Yep. Or whenever we get the full set, we're still missing some pieces. Yeah, uh, I think we're. I think we're only missing some tarot cards. I think that's all we're really missing from it. Oh really? Yeah, because keep yeah. in mind the set is small. Like it's only like it's 40, forty-two figures. Forty-two, 42 yeah. figures. Yeah, forty-two figures. Yeah, so only slightly smaller than Disney Plus. So, um, it's not I'm just kidding because I, I still think it's Disney Plus is way too small for a set. Uh, yeah, it's so yeah, from closer to month one is when we'll probably do the set review when, when hopefully we have the last tarot cards, unless they're in month three. So, yeah. It's hard to know what uh, which ones of those were which. Just look, it was it was so fast you couldn't really just sit and look and right at the we, stuff while you were sitting a, there playing. And we took a ton of pictures on Facebook.com forward slash click stuff um, if you're wanting to see what all's in the set. And there's hope, obviously, if they're willing to do this at Gen Con. There's hope that obviously they'll try to do similar things at Worlds. Oh, I hope so. I'd play in it again. It was super fun. Yeah. It could de- I could definitely see it being a reoccurring or two or three times side event at Worlds to get people to come play to at least do like month two and month three um, because month two won't even be out by Worlds I don't think so yeah definitely fun and then we got to the fan appreciation I think that was the end of our Friday right um, yeah so the fan appreciation we posted all the slides for that on the um on the Facebook page and um, yeah it was a great it was a great we got to get some insight into some future stuff Spider-Man set um, and do we have a name for that Spider-Man set? Uh, Spider-Man Amazing Beyond Amazing Beyond Amazing mm-hmm. interesting that... oh. good I was gonna say we saw a couple of things on the slides it didn't really cover everything um one they re-emphasize that they're trying to bring back op events like to bring back into in-store events and come like revitalize what we lost during covid 
uh, the well, is he like the executive producer or something? What was his title? Um, like, I'm I can go look. Yeah, I think he's like right below Zirin. Um, yeah. So he Jason was saying that I don't know Jason. Who was the guy? What and what did he do? Why was he Jake, relevant? Jake the, Jake Theus. He had worked for uh, his kids back when Top still owned them years and years ago, and then when uh, they went when Tops just. Uh, you know, discontinued the game. He, I think, was part of a group that tried to buy it, which was unsuccessful when Nika got a hold of it finally. Yeah, so we had James he, Theus, uh, executive producer. Jimmy, um, Jimmy's the senior project, senior product manager. Uh, Joe Nuzo, who's an RPG producer, and Real Frank, um, who's senior manager of marketing. Marketing, marketing. Yeah, so. Joe and Will talked a lot about RPGs and D&D stuff. Uh, Jimmy did the clicks presentation, and Jake uh, just kind of talked about a little bit of everything. Uh, Jake's big thing was uh, the first couple of slides that we talked about, the Hero Clicks accessories, uh, which I thought was really cool. Um, you know, ways to display your Hero Clicks. So I think Jake's brain was in, like, cool new ancillary products, which would be cool. Yeah, so basically, if you look at the slides, they are like glass, or they'll be plastic, plastic containers uh, that you'll be able to put your hero clicks in, and then they're also looking into glass containers that you can put your figure in and the actual comic book that you might see. And I thought that part was really cool, like being able to take, oh, you know, you most of the cards have the issue that it, this figure is from, so being able to actually go get that issue, hopefully, and being able to like put, slide that in with the figure in a display case, I thought that was really neat. Um, but they also talked about um, traveling, like things to be able to carry your hero clicks in. They didn't show any of it because they're not to that point yet, but they are actively looking into, I don't know, I assume it's something like battle foam or something like that, right? Like some way to transport your hero clicks without having to just go to Home Depot and buy some <laughs> like fishing, <laughs> fishing bait containers. Or um, toolboxes. Exactly. <laughs> I think they realize, yeah, this is an avenue that we are able to do. So let's let's um let's let's utilize that a little bit. So Yeah, yeah you got it. So all that worked out. All that was super neat. Um mm -hmm. but um yeah. No, it was a great presentation. Um you know, I think the return to organized play was super huge. So, yeah, um, unfortunately, they did, they did not talk a ton about it. They just talked about it at the beginning, so they didn't make an announcement of like WKOs are back. But they basically alluded to, yeah, we we're making an, a, concert, a concentrated effort to bring that back, uh, bring back more competitive playouts at your store and things like that. Um, as far as like some of the previews they did, I mean, we saw a lot about you know the Avengers Forever set that is the next set that we get. Right. Um, they showed one. They showed one of the chases from there. We saw the Batman team up sculpts, a lot of sculpts from that, and the Teen Titans Go, and all the Lantern stuff. They didn't show dials, but you know, they showed a lot. They showed like one dial of Batman, who isn't very good, but he's a common, so we'll take what we can get. And then they showed Beyond Amazing, which we talked about a little bit, the next Spider-Man set, which will 
2023. I'm so hyped for that that yeah, one character they showed. It looks yeah. freaking cool. Oh my gosh. Gwen Stacy as Thor. Yes. And they show, I was actually surprised they showed as much as they did. They don't usually show, like, here's a bunch of sculpts from that this far out. Yeah. that's like six to eight months away. Um, but, you know, there's going to be, you know, Matt Murdock. There's going to be a prime version of Matt Murdock, obviously, because there's two versions of them and one's a different color. Um, it's probably then, the, the evil Daredevil that they were saying, the evil Matt yeah. Murdock. Yeah. And so... If you missed it and you don't see the slides, I assume we'll see something probably similar at Worlds. Yeah. Hopefully with more info. Uh, but it was definitely nice to see that. I did feel a little bad for the people sitting behind me because they were like the four <laughs> the dice, dice masters players. Yeah, yeah, the four dice masters <laughs> like people. Um, but hey, I would say that it appears that um, one of the Dice Master players has made her way into our Facebook group. And, oh, really? And yes, uh, she was playing some hero clicks too. Yeah, and she's been commenting um, quite a bit. So that's awesome. Um, yeah, so that was pretty cool. Um, but uh, so this might be a good point to. Uh, maybe take a small interlude and say, because um, her she commented on the post about how Worlds had was is kind of unacceptable at this point. Mm. So um, we were able to talk to WizKids, the volunteers, the product developers, Jimmy, um, and say, hey, this is this is awful. Right? Like, please give us information on Worlds. And we did get word back that this week they are working on Worlds until it's all of the remaining details until it's done. Um, but, and you know, I get it. So, I, as far as I know, as far as we heard at Nationals, they are going yeah. to um, get us information on Worlds soon. Um, but we told them that it was pretty yeah, much, we, un- we told them it was pretty much unexcusable that it was not lined out by now already. And we'll probably talk about this when we talk about the actual nationals tournament. Um, but there are, are some things clearly that is just a, not out of their control, but is additionally frustrating when it comes to like, in this case, what I'm alluding to is pricing, which we'll talk talk about, which might be part of their hesitation to just say everything that's happening because it's a mess. Sorry, I that was a poor way of hyping up what we're going to talk about in a little bit. Say 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 it um, again, then Alex. Before it's fine. Jump, say, say say it again. Say it again. Say it again. What were you trying all to right, say? All right, no no more alluding to it. We'll ju- I'll just say it. So. Um, the prizing for nationals, they they posted that thing about the nostalgia draft, and they listed all the things that were going to be available and potentially multiple sets. And then what we ended up getting was like fifty percent of that, seventy percent of that. Um, a lot of things were missing, but then they added some things that were you know good on them to add things into it. Right. Uh, but it just yeah. they announced they announced it like this is the prizing, and then that didn't show up. 
and that isn't the first time that they've had issues with like this is what we want to do or you know hyping things up and then like it didn't turn out the right way because ultimately pricing is a little out of their control because they have to work with alliance and alliance is not easy to work with but it should be in their control because it's literally their product um right so it's one where there might be hesitation with worlds being like this is the prizing these are all the side events here's all the sealed because they may not have everything in hand to say this is what we're doing like for example i mean nationals when it started they were missing some things like yeah they so they were they were they, they, they were missing some stuff some folks had to make some trips up to fort wayne uh -huh. um so yeah i i get it but yes, they. I think what they what they could do that they haven't done yet is be able to say, here are the side events, here's the formats, um, here's the uh, dates, here's the times, and then we can deal with pricing later. So, I mean, you say that, but. You know, as soon as they say things, then people aren't going to be satisfied until they know that as well. Like, no, no, I get. Yeah, it. I think, I think so we've like, done, so, the, same, so we've I done think... the same thing for other tournaments. I feel like, like we were like, what is the prizing? Like they never said what nationals prizing was. That right, was we went, we went draft. to nationals. We all attended U.S. nationals on this call, and they never said specifically before what was prizing. And the we class, were because it's nationals. No, no, no. Right, that's a that was a bad assumption because US nationals did not get uh plastic man objects. Yeah. Yep. So you know, one thing that is interesting and I feel bad for I believe her name was Jocelyn. I think that was her name. Yeah. Um like all they've said is that it's a Hero Clicks World Championship. Did they say anything about Dice? Yeah, Masters she said that? that they had announced to the Hero to the Dice Masters folks that it was a Dice Masters Worlds too. Yeah, and they'll probably have Attack Wings still there too. Yeah, here it is. I get wow. How am I not signed up to at least Evad? That's weird. Maybe I just zone everything. Maybe I blocked it years ago. <laughs> oh, that's weird that I don't have anything. Right. Where's Attack Wing? Dice Masters, what's this garbage? Hey, one thing I do want to say uh, before we move on to more clicks, unless, Dan, you had something else you wanted to say. Like, I wanted to talk about some of the other games that WizKids had. I know you guys talked a little bit about Onslaught. Um, but they previewed some other games that WizKids had on there for, about Marvel that I was really, really excited for that I had never heard of. Like, I even bought one of them, which is Marvel Remix. Yep, that was a cool game. I bought it, too. Like, they're really expanding, flexing what they can do with the Marvel license into other board games. And they even alluded to, well, it's not official yet, but there's going to be DC versions of things as well. Um, so it, it's definitely exciting. Like, there's going to be a, a Euro-type board game if you, uh, yeah. built around Marvel, which I like Euro board games every so often. Yep. Um, I like Castle of Burgundy. I like some of those ones that it's like there's a lot of pieces. There's a I'll, lot a lot of thinking you have to do. And sometimes it may seem a little boring. But, man, if you could paint it with a marble brush, man, I am going to be all into it. Was Remix the one where, like, 
you have people like in the mansion doing stuff and then like no. sending out on missions. No, that's that one's called damage control, I think, right? Like that's no no. No, the, no. the one he's, the one he's talking about is the Euro game version. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. With, yeah, with yeah, the yeah. X Men, with the X Men, when you're in the X Mansion and you're the X Men, yeah. you control like two, a duo of X Men. I can't remember the I can't remember the name of it. Um, <laughs> yeah, but the the key thing from it was like if you're the Age of man, Heroes, is that it? Something like that. That sounds familiar. You could probably throw any catchphrase for heroes. Tyler, do you whatever. know? No, he wasn't at the fan appreciation. No, I didn't. I didn't take a. Pi- I didn't take a picture of that. Those slides, but yeah. So I want to say it was called Age of Heroes. I'm almost that positive. sounds right. But the key point I want to take away is that, like, if you're a HeroClix fan and you've seen WizKids post about their board games, and you're like, okay, you know, here's a pinball game, here's a rock paper wizard game, like, okay, yeah, whatever. Um, I sat down and actually played the Marvel Remix game, which is just a remake of the Fantasy Realms, right? Fantasy Realms, yeah. Um, But they're coming out with a lot of Marvel-based games that are actually interesting. Like, the Marvel Remix is a much shorter card game, but very entertaining. Um, Definitely give a look into it, because WizKids knows how to make board games now, too. So, don't don't they get some good designers to make it so don't just sleep on it thinking no i'm only here for hero clicks support WizKids kids in other ways as well um because these board games are definitely worth it i've i had a blast when i played remix the other day so yeah so to round out our friday night um and to tell you how much we enjoyed the uh bread six at kilroy's we went back to kilroy's for friday night uh yep yeah and uh the the blue cheese wedge salad was amazing again. Um, and then I think what, Tyler, you did end up showing up on Friday to get your vax check done and uh, then abandoning us very quickly. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, the that oh man, that whole thing that whole thing you did, Tyler, just throws my internal radar off of is it worth it for me to like whenever I travel, I always say, oh. "What is my travel time, and how long am I there?" Because if that isn't equal out, I don't want to go on that trip anymore. So, like birthday parties in another city, I sit there and say, "It takes me three hours to get there. That's six hours of my day, and I'm going to be there an hour. Uh, I'll send a present." Like, well, sure. I so firstly for me, I actually really enjoy driving, and I listen to audiobooks in the car, so I. I could literally drive all day and I would be, that'd be fine for me. But, um, yeah, I ended up, I got FOMO watching all the pictures and the stuff you guys posted. And I knew the fan appreciation was fear of missing out. Okay. Okay. Yep. And, uh, yeah, so I decided to drive up on Friday. Um, instead I was planning on just going Saturday. Um, but I got there and (laughs) it was very hot. Uh, and the walk was not great. Um, and then I had, it was a really long will call line too for me. Uh, the back check was really quick. I'm assuming everybody did that in the beginning, but uh, mm-hmm. will call was know, like 30, 45 minutes, something like that. Um, and then I. That's short for a will call at Gen Con, by the way. Okay. Well, <laughs> I thought it was a long time. Um, but yeah, I uh, got to the WizKids event. And then the way that they were running everything was um, just kind of on standby. Like, I did, I got there right before the um, 
the OP event was going to start. I said, hey, is there a standby line? And they said, yes, but you have to buy generics at $60, and then you have to hope that somebody who already paid $60 doesn't show up. And also, the generics aren't refundable. So <laughs> like, I didn't want to do that. And it was the same for the BRs. They were only doing it yeah. on the timed event, which I did not expect. I expected them to do it just whenever they were firing. Um, and again, I didn't, I didn't really want to pay for the non-refundable generics in the hopes that somebody doesn't show up for a BR. Mm-hmm. Um, and is, then... Is that a new thing? Because generics used to be refundable. They're like, they're like they would refundable, be refundable for... to your Gen Con account. Yeah, yeah they're, they're refundable there. to the Gen Con account, but that's not refundable. <laughs> you, you still spend you the money, that, you don't you have it anymore. Uh, sure. <laughs> they're, I'm uh, sorry, go ahead. Get they're not refundable is how I viewed it. Um, but um, yeah, so I, I didn't end up wanting to do any of that. And, you know, they there was the same. It showed that the fan event was sold out on the website. I'm assuming I could have got into that. You could right? have. Right. Um, but um, that started at like eight. Um, and I got there. Uh, sat down at like one, so I just didn't want to sit there for seven hours. So um, <laughs> I just drove home. Uh, it's like an hour and a hour and forty five for me from my house. To be hour fair, and 50, to be like fair, he didn't have to drive home. There was there's nope. it's Gen Con. There's literally a thousand other things he could have done for seven hours. Yeah, it, I found out that Tyler left, and he never said, "Hey, does anybody want to do something?" I was literally just watching the qualifier. I feel like. <laughs> You guys are very extroverted. I'm not. Well, and I am okay with it. Like, that's why I even told them. I'm like, I'm okay being the the person who goes and hangs out with the introverted friends the, so that the, they don't feel left out. You, that's not... <laughs> the issue is not being left out. The issue is not being in my home. The issue nah. is being out in public in a giant event where I... You know they have, have, no you know they have a quiet room, right? Like, that you can actually go and be yeah, by yourself. No, that, that's not my home. Home. Yeah, so I can I can sympathize with Tyler um, from this aspect because I do I am a introvert extrovert that has a short extrovert battery. So like I can be very extroverted when I want to, but it it if you think of it as The Sims, it just runs out really quickly. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I I'm an omnivert with much more heavily leaning. You are not. You are an extrovert. No, omnivert. I I do have my moments of it. I think. I, well, everybody has their moments of introversion. I think my. I think the biggest thing for me was. I think part of it was just unfortunate timing. Uh, when Tyler got there, we sure. were in the midst mm-hmm. of the X of Swords event, I believe. Like that's true too. So it's like, yeah, it just started. Yeah, so it's like we weren't able to find you, and so it'd be like, hey, no, just just relax for a little bit or like we didn't see you at all and i think that's what was more annoying is like you showed up and i was ex- i was actually really excited to see you um mm-hmm. and then it's like by the time we were done it's like oh he already went back home and i'm like ah oh, well mm-hmm. i understand why like i get it it's just sucked that the timing didn't line up right to where we could actually you know see you and be like hey let's mm-hmm. you know let's get a bite to eat before you leave at least or or something yeah. um but you know i once again, I, I get it. I, it is overwhelming. It is very, like, from a sensory standpoint, it is very, that's why they have the quiet room. But it's not like you're going to sit mm. in the quiet room like mm. like a child the whole time. Like, <laughs> yeah, like right. I'll sit in this quiet room for seven hours. 
yeah, like just let me go home. I want, you know. Yeah, I think um, it, I think it's more of like we didn't get to see you. I think that was what I was more sad about because we didn't, yeah, we didn't that. even really get to see you on the next day either. Like, mm -hmm. no, nope, not really. Yeah, we got the play and then. Yeah, right. I played you, Alex. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I. But uh, to, real quick, that what Tyler was saying though is a testament to a problem with how it was set up at Gen Con because it's not mm -hmm. as if you go to Gen Con you're able to hop in and play anything. I didn't get to play a single BR mm -hmm. while I was there. Now I played obviously the qualifier and the House of mm -hmm. the, not House of X, the <laughs> the X of Swords. But I, you know, would have been nice. Get, yeah, it would have been nice. So like like either Friday or Saturday morning or whatever. Mm -hmm. Now I get I did. Jason was very nice Saturday, giving me his Onslaught demo ticket because I did mm. have a blast playing Onslaught, and I can't wait to buy it. Um, can't wait to start a competitive team yeah. for it. Let's go. Clicks Onslaught is – Clicks yeah. Offslot, whatever we want to call it. Um, <laughs> it. It's very, very interesting. I, we might do I already know the best character in the game so far. It looks fun. Yeah, I think maybe we'll do a video of it sometime, of the preview kit, because it was very interesting, and it's something that I think Heroclix people would enjoy, um, and I think it'll be popular. Yes, run events because of Gen Con. And I think it'll be fun at, like, it'll get more people potentially into Heroclix as well, because it is a, it's like a, a, yeah, it's like a merging between D&D &D and a little bit of Heroclix from the aspect of, like, there's a there's a little rollable dial type thing or is it a rollable. collectible game or is it all in one? No, no it's, it's flat you buy right you buy what you see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. cool. Uh, so start out with Saturday morning. Um, so TJ and Tyler had to play immediately. Um, mm -hmm. So I would say based on based on what for me, um, mm -hmm. what I did on Saturday was I slept in. <laughs> yes, he did. Um, yeah, he did. I sent Jason down with TJ uh, for the, at nine a.m. Um, Alex had to go on down to get his trolling toad stuff sold. Um, as you went down, I think just whenever. But uh, yeah, PJ PJ got to sleep in too because he didn't have to be right. Yep. And then uh, Tyler, you had a nine a.m. qualifier, and uh, mm -hmm. I didn't wake up till nine a.m. So, um, sounds nice. So the <laughs> the final qualifier um, was nine a.m. So Tyler was make or break yep. to get in. Um, he almost missed it, and he almost missed. He <laughs> oh, ran. Oh, he, ran he ran late. He, he, he didn't well, have a ticket. No. I had to. I had to flood his build sheet. Let <laughs> me explain what happened, okay? Because I got there. I was like, man, I'm really glad. Like, I, it's annoying that I paid, spent the money, but I'm glad I came yesterday. I got my will call, got my vac stuff. I knew the layout, knew right where it was. I show up. I'm early. I got there like an hour early. Maybe not an hour, but like 45 minutes early. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. I'm talking with people. I'm, you know, I'm showing them. The highlight of the weekend for me is getting to show off my brand new Heroclix box that everybody True. loved. It was, Which nice. was nice. Very, yeah. very nice. It the was five, so awesome. I got so five, many complicants. Yeah, the five, the five minutes we got to see it. <laughs> yeah. It's, so that's the highlight of my weekend. I never uh, got to see it. Well, <laughs> it was there. Um, but, yeah, I got a lot of compliments on that. But then, yeah, um, about 15 minutes before, 
9 a.m., 8.45, I walk up and be like, hey, I'm here to play in the thing. I signed up online. And they said, ticket. And I said, nope, I signed up online. And then they said, I don't care. I need a ticket. Um, and yeah, I, I apparently need a, a physical ticket to do it um, so, to get in. Which, so How did you keep your badge and no tickets? For those listening, we and, and I know Alex went through will call, but it is $12.75 to get your badge and all of your stuff shipped to you beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is so worth it. I didn't even have to worry about all that. I packed it and it was ready to go. So Dude. this was my first Gen Con that I ever had actually done the the badge shipping to my house. I'd always mm-hmm. done will call. Um, I will never do will call again. <laughs> I, I mean, I didn't mind it because obviously the the will call. Like I just I was complaining about it, but um, honestly, I didn't want to do it because I live in an apartment, <laughs> so I did just don't want to. Like I don't know, maybe it was like shipped in a box or something. And it was just left or lost or misplaced. Or something. I didn't want to deal with it. It's a signature so required, just... which mine was not signature required, but it was shipped in an envelope. Mine was okay. shipped in an envelope, and it should have been signature required, but they didn't have anybody signed for it. Yeah, nobody okay. signed. They just left it at my house. Yeah, yeah, but that that was my thinking. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So I I didn't have a ticket. Apparently, it, it, I looked in my like badge and stuff, and I didn't I couldn't find it in there. I don't know if they didn't give it to me or lost it. Um, but yeah, so I had to, 15 minutes left. I have to run all the way to Will Call, which I don't know. It felt like a quarter mile or something from where yeah. we were. Yeah. Like it's and it's oh, only it's one far. room. Oh, it's, it's far. the biggest room I've ever been in. Yeah. Um. Meanwhile, yeah, so, I'm dutifully filling out his. Yeah, I asked him to fill out my bill sheet <laughs> because I had to go. I got there. I explained what was going on to him. I had to wait in the will call line again. It was much shorter, luckily this time, but I only had 15 minutes. Um, I explained to them what was going on. They had to like call over a supervisor. I said, "Hey, I never got this thing. Can I please get another one?" And they they didn't accept it. They're like, "This is an exception. If you find your other ticket, you have to burn it." Um, and I was like, okay, thank you so much. Um, so they printed that out and I had to r- then run all the way back. So it was like a half mile and you know, I, yeah, I was not ready for that. Um, but yeah, I got back. I was still late. Technically it was after nine. It was like nine. I can't remember, but he said that I had four minutes left where I would have been DQ'd. Um, even though he just saw me, so it would have sucked. Um, you would have been given a round one loss. You wouldn't have been. Oh, okay. Sure. Either way. Well, I think part, part of it was also they were short people, right? Like, what, was that the one that they needed more people? Or? Yeah. I think it ended up just filling, I think, because TJ got in and he was like second or third alternate. Friday afternoon didn't fill. Yeah, it was right. like 14 people, and I think the rest all filled. Um, but yeah, and then I I was able to get my ticket and get everything. So how'd you done. do? Um, yeah, in the qualifier, um, I'm playing my, my Miles team that is so much different than Jason's Miles team. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, the 20 uh, point difference, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, um, uh, yeah, so round one, so I feel what, so what, bad. What objects did you go with? Yeah, so it, I just went with Cloak and, um, Dimensional Watch and Mary Jane for my last 25 points. Um, you played cloak. I thought you thought you said it wasn't worth it. No, I never said that. Never. What objects did you go? Did you go with the cloak and the watch? 
Yeah, Cloak Watch and Mary Jane for the last 25 points. I thought you hard switched to the emotional modifier at the end. No, I was considering it, um, but I I didn't. Um, I don't know uh, why. I, I, the, 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 Did you the ever equip the watch? Uh, yeah, I and I... Well, I tried to use it, but it didn't work. Um, <laughs> but uh, the threat of it helped in a couple games. Um, yep. Yeah, but uh, I. So the first round, I do feel bad because I forget this guy's name. I know that he was uh, Kelby's friend, and I think they're in the same play group. Um, but he was playing a really cool team. It was a plus ten Spider-Man team. And it was Soldier and Robot with Steampunk Penny and 1776. Oh, this was the sidekick team. Yeah, the sidekick team. It was really cool. Um, It was plus 10. It was using two uh, Thing Robots and then two uh, Soldier sidekicks, a Kree Soldier and I think a German Soldier. Allied Soldier. Allied Soldier, yeah. Uh, Which I think is the enhancement one. It is. Um, Yeah, it was a cool team. And he had three Marvellas. and the Green Lantern at 50 points. I think that's it. Um, but yeah, it, he won map. Um, we went to Krakoa. Um, my turn one, I did all of my normal stuff. Um, I moved up a little bit with some people. Um, I sidestepped on Marvel. I carried a uh, Scarlet Witch just to get her you know, three squares up. Um, and then his turn, he, he alphas me with this team. Um, so he... Oh, you uh, got punched with Thing Robots. Oh, I did. I got punched hard. <laughs> um, yeah, so he moves up with Green Lantern carrying um, 1776 and I think a Mary Jane or something like that to get that wit off um, because it gives him... It was a Mary Jane and something else because he has three shields. So it, the Green Lantern has an 11 range. It can get on top of the elevated so he can outwit anybody on the map. Um, and then after that, he carries up... Uh, with Steampunk Penny, with the um, the Green Lantern team ability, and he carries up three Marvellas and two Thing Robots, and then he sides up with one Marvella with the Green Lantern team ability carrying everybody. Sides up with the second Marvella, third Marvella, and if he needs to, he has Cloak equipped to Penny for another sidestep. Um, and then that's two actions, and then his other two actions are making the Thing Robots punch, and depending on his penny roll uh, for the perplexes, he can do like 12 for 7 and 12 for 6 on the two punches in your yeah. starting area. Um, so it's a really cool team. Uh, he did he one-shot my Scarlet Witch on the move up, um, which was... I was not expecting it. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was a cool team, but um, ended up just having enough um, attackers left to... Uh, to finish them off, stay ahead. I think I didn't quite wipe. I think I got like 260, 270 or something like that. Um, and then he just scored my Scarlet Witch pretty much. Um, it seems like when the thing robots are down, a lot of the offense goes away. Uh, yeah, that's definitely true. And I, it's just, there's too many threats like that are hard to kill right now, I feel like, for it. Because it wants to one-shot things, but... You know, if you one shot a seventy-five point piece, you have two hundred and some points that's attacking you, and your whole team moved up. Um, I would be good against the Thanos team without barrier, <laughs> because they can punch him really hard. Um, but yeah, it was a cool team for sure. Uh, yeah, and then second round, 
I uh, played Kelby, um, who uh, he hard swapped teams into this one. He is now playing my team instead of Jason's team. Uh, so it was an exact mirror matchup. Um, and uh, yeah, he won map. Um, he took me to my map that I use, shockingly. And um, uh, it was a close game. It was. It ended up being zero to forty. Um, it's the and I lost. Uh, it's the first time I have scored zero points in a long time. I can't even remember the last time I scored zero points. Um, it was just a really complicated board. Uh, there's a lot of attackers. Um, there was a lot of modifiers going on. Um, I did have a play where uh, I basically I flurry. I was trying to kill his um, Sakarian Iron Man, and I flurried with my Sakarian Iron Man. Um, and I needed an eight to hit, um, and I rolled three sevens on my flurry with prob. And if if I just outwitted his perplex before I did the attack, all of them would have connected, and then I would have probably won fifty to forty. Uh, but I missed it, and uh, yeah, close game. That was the loss. Um, third round so now was you're on your heels right. One more loss, you're uh, yeah. out. No more yeah. no points, you're all you're out. <laughs> True, yeah, because I'm a zero. Luckily, I scored a decent amount in the first round. Um, third round, I'm playing... Um, uh, we'll see. Who am I playing? Oh, Ed. Arnold Berkowitz, Ed AB. Um, and he's playing Scientist. I think it's the exact same as uh, PJ and your teams. Um yeah, uh, I was lucky enough to win map. Um, I got a he's got a plus one on me, so that was nice. Um, and then yeah, so I won map. I went to I uh, actually went to Desert Wedding because I didn't have Kuko for the first map, uh, first round. But um, yeah, I went to Desert Wedding. Um, you know, I moved up a little bit. I destroyed his objects, which was the big the big thing. Um, he moved up a little bit. Um, and then uh, he killed my Mary Jane, who went out there. Um, I swapped her in for Venom, or she Venom. Um, and then I killed I killed something. I can't remember what it was. It was it was one of the flashes, I think, the bad flash, the outwit one. And then barriered up um, because he didn't really have. Or no, I killed his TK flash and then barriered up because um, I just thought I could weather his attacks. Um, and he came up and killed, uh, I think, my commissioner or something like that. He took off, so it was really close. It was like 30 to 40, but um, he forgot that I had a rune marker, and <laughs> he was in range. Uh, so I was able to TK up Scarlet Witch and ruin his whole team, and then it was just sort of downhill from there. I uh, scored a lot of points. I think I scored everything but High Evo and Sakari and Iron Man, which is like two... 200, 220, something like that, to 50-ish. Um, that's about it. And then uh, last round was against uh, TJ. Um, oh, I should... The <laughs> I round know. that shouldn't have happened. Well, so the last round is the round that shouldn't have happened. Uh, the, the the one before this. Techni they Apparently the, the, the scoring was, was screwed up. They thought I was um, I guess 0-2. Um against Ed? Maybe this is... No, no, round. no. It's round four. You were recorded as being one and two. Which is why you played TJ, who was also one and two. 
Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, they and I. <laughs> this is I refuse <laughs> to take blame for this because how they did it um, is they would walk to every table and ask you who won, who lost, and the scores. And we told them who won, who lost, and the scores. And somehow it got switched. Um, I don't know if they wrote it down wrong or they misheard. Um, but yeah, were, so I. They were hmm. just typing it on their phone, so there was no paper trail. Whereas okay. Before you're used to like writing in the numbers and each. Yeah. No, no. Chris that. actually, Chris actually did have a paper that he was filling out. Uh, sure. I think Anthony at one point was using his phone. Like, I think it was just a mixture of the two. But. Yeah. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. So I probably <laughs> I was supposed to play a different opponent, and um, it kind of screwed up the pairings a little bit. Um. But yeah. Anyway, I played um, TJ, who was playing his. Uh, Thanos team, it's Thanos, Doom, and um, Venom Magneto. Uh, and it's he has two time platforms. He get the ones that he gets from just dropping from Doom, and then he has another one that he equips with Thanos. Uh, so it's pretty annoying. Um, but yeah, I, I moved up um, a little bit. He moved up a little bit. Um, I didn't think he'd be able to uh, reach me with a double TK charge, uh, but he was able to by blowing out a wall with Thanos instead of doing an action with him that turn. Uh, so he came up and flurried. Uh, he stop-clicked my Scarlet Witch, but uh, I was able to roll out on the Super Senses uh, on the, the second attack. Um, and then he mind-controlled me. I, I rolled one of the uh, shape changes there that gave him a uh, token uh web gun token um he wasn't able to kill anything on the uh the mic control i think it rolled out um and then my next turn i oh when he hit me i was i brought out a destroyer which was very nice because i could um i could hit the doom uh for five without winning his defense power and he took a mystics from the first fire so he's already on click two so i hit him and then he takes another one, so he's on click three, and he teleports back to his starting area with the time platform. And then my destroyer was able to shoot him for four, um, or actually punched him because I outwitted his defense power uh, to finish him. So that was kind of neat. Um, and then uh, after that, I was able to kill his Venom Magneto, and then he just had uh, his Thanos with a uh, web gun token. Um, you know, next turn he was able to to remove it and mind control me, but um, at that point, you know, I have no, nothing's died, and he just has a Thanos who can only do a free action mind control. I think he rolled a one on the gems that turn too, so it's pretty rough for him. Um, did you play TJ? <laughs> yeah, I did play TJ. Sorry, I was getting a glass of water, so I'm I'm catching. Back yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I uh, was able to to wipe him. Um, and yeah, so I ended up, it was like 800 some points, three and one. So I was the top three and one. But when they announced who was in it, I was, they didn't say my name and I was very confused. And I was like, am I, am I in? And he said no. And then I, it was a whole thing. You um, found out the misreport and then Adam ended up actually his spot to you. Yeah, he missed by like five points to somebody or something like that, right? It was really low. Yeah. Yeah, there ended up being five three and ones instead of four three and ones. Oh, that's um, right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, you played TJ. Yeah, 
We were wondering why you played PJ. Yeah, I didn't think of that's, anything of That's it. why. <laughs> Actually, no, at the beginning of the round, I said, wow, I must be the lowest 2 and one <laughs> That's really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, because he was 1-2. and two. Um, Yeah, anyway, that's how my qualifier went. So Who won my qualifier? Does anybody know? Isaac. Oh, yeah, Isaac, yeah, Isaac was the So, um, we go... Isaac didn't lose a game all weekend, I think. Right. Yeah. So we go into the top 16, um, mm-hmm. and then, so we'll go, so there was three of us that made it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, top right. 16 right. is dumb. Uh, they did two rounds of Swiss, two rounds cut of Swiss the top cut, eight. Cut the top eight. Um, Weird. Yeah, it was different. So I thought I thought that at first, but after talking with like Peter and Scott, it's better than just going right in a single elimination because it just lets people play more games. I mean, it does, but I, it, you have to worry about points still. Like the points were weird all weekend. It's so hard to score points right now, at least for me. I all my games are super tight. Uh, not all of them. Some were wipes, but a lot of them were very tight, very low scoring points. Um, right. And with the way that the, the the qualifiers were set up, you know, you had to score points because a three and one wasn't going to make it. So. Yeah, it was very unforgiving. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll talk about, uh, I mean, Tyler, I mean, you didn't make it into the top eight, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So, um, tell us who you, you played. You first? Yeah, you just go ahead and go first, yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I played Alex, uh, the first round of the Swiss. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We have practiced a lot. Um, it's a pretty even matchup. I'm pretty sure you have a winning uh, record against me, even in practice. Um, it, your yeah. team's really good. Yeah, so, well, some of it was always, like, I just hit crazy things that I shouldn't have been able to hit in our practices. But, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah but, but I don't... <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so he won map. Um, took no, you, me... you, you won map. You took us to Krakoa. Did I? Yeah, I didn't want to go to Krakoa, but you... Okay, I won yeah. map. Yeah. Um. Okay, so I won map. I took it to Krakoa. Why am I thinking... Did yeah. I steal your objects? Uh, oh, I only uh, rolled a one, didn't I? So I could steal yes. one of them? Yeah. Yes. And I so you still you... got the... Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah, so yeah. I, I killed his emotional modifier, but he still got his uh, cloak, right? Which blew... Yes, which blew my mind, because I don't understand why people keep killing that and leaving me the... The better object, but because you, there's you, five you, points more. That's what, yeah. So that's why you did it. That's what you said. You're like <laughs> ten points, and I'm like, yeah. But I debated I, it, but well, and it's also because people don't know that I just forget I have the modifier like, ninety percent <laughs> of the time. Ah, uh, okay. So you so it's really did me a favor. You're only playing it as a decoy. I see. For just Thanos, really. Like anytime <laughs> I don't have it, like I did sure. use it a little bit, but yeah. But, yeah. Um, okay, let's see if I remember. So I definitely did that, um, and I equipped my, uh, Iron Man. Watch. Yes, yes, yes. No, I equipped my Iron Man turn one, I made rookie turn one, and then I just moved up a little bit. Um, not, like, just, like, a few squares to get into self and stuff. Uh, your turn one, um, you equipped, uh, you did a little bit of setup, you moved up a little bit as well, not too much. Um, no, you barriered that turn, I remember. Because uh, you thought I was coming across the board. Which you've done um, in, like, every practice. Hyper yeah, aggressive. Yeah. Threw me off my game when you're like, yeah, I'm just going to move up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Like... So, yeah, my turn two, um, I equip my Dimensional Watch to Flash, and I um, 
I just move up a little bit, like halfway, maybe behind some blocking and stealth. Um, and then it's your turn. I don't think you attacked me that turn. I think you did the, kind of the same like posturing thing. Um, uh, did your rookie attack? Not this turn. I didn't. I know I killed. Ro I feel like I either killed rookie before he attacked. You or... pulse waved him, but it wasn't this turn. Okay. Okay. That's true. Yeah, because so my next turn was the go turn, um, I because I, I had my flash equipped. I tried to, I it was weird. Oh no, you moved your um, your Iron Man up, and I think you attacked something. Maybe it was Miles. Because uh, you're, I attacked something. That's all. I yeah, you, his his Iron Man was up. And I, I remember because I picked, and I've never done this, I picked with my Iron Man, I picked Running Shot Flurry. Yes. Um, because then I went and charged with my Flash because if the the thing succeeded, I wanted to Running Shot to, to hit, hit somebody in the rune. And if it failed, I was just going to Flurry Iron so Man. So I think what you're talking about is after I Pulse Waved you. Is that after? Yes, because that's when I moved Sir oh, Iron Man up. Okay. Pulse wave because I wanted to get your commissioner down off of leadership. Well, and leadership. To get your yeah. rookie gone as I like, yep. pulse wave. You right. And then you ran your your flash over, and you missed a very key roll. Yeah. So I I with flash I hit Iron Man once uh, with the first charge, and then I hit um, I think it was Marvella with the second hit, um, who you mastermind to Lockjaw. Um, and then I rolled uh, for not Marvella. I didn't mastermind with Marvella. You're right. Somebody VVD maybe. Um, and then I rolled the dimensional watch, uh, hoping to pop over her and then ruin your team. Um, and then shoot with Iron Man, but I failed the roll. Um, so then I just sort of focused on Iron Man. Um, I don't. I think I killed him that turn. I I'm pretty sure hit, I did. I got a hit off. I know I killed Miles. I don't remember with who. Yeah, I'm not sure, um, but anyway, after that, it was it was real close. Um, the I, I like my last turn, I was desperately trying to get points because I knew the time was being called and it was super close. Um, so I was trying to burn through Valeria. Um, I ended up killing Lockjaw because you got masterminding, and then I missed my shot on Valeria, which I needed like a like a nine for or something like. No, I and I hit the the nine, but you had one theme prob left. And yep. you were probably off of it. Um, and I missed it. Um, and then time was called on your turn. Um, and it was 95 to 105? Yeah, or some... it was very close. I think it was a 10-point game. Um, but yeah, super close game. Um, <laughs> I It was fortunate that the time was called because you were going to score points on your turn. Uh, so it would have looked worse for me. But, um, but yeah, super close. Yeah, it was a it was a one of the games of the day where it felt more fun than mm -hmm. like, stressful because, like, we have practiced a, a, a decent amount, so it's like mm -hmm. I, I was I was also just happy to be there. Thanks for mm -hmm. having me. Like, I was just like, <laughs> it's like I'm in top sixteen. I never thought I would have made that, so sure. I was just happy and mm -hmm. yeah, I, I yeah, yeah. It was a very fun game for sure. Um, yeah, yeah and then so I'm. I have to score points because I lost. Uh, 195 points isn't that bad for a loss, but it's very tight in two <laughs> rounds of Swiss. Um, oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, ended up playing uh, Jalen Major, um, who was playing Thanos. And uh, 
you know, it's <laughs> it is tough to score points against Thanos. Um, so I'm not going to get too detailed into this because it's been <laughs> too long already. But uh, basically, um, I kill his objects. Um, I move up a little bit. Um, he tries to mind control me. I get a web token. He hits something. Um, and then it's my turn. I get a really big attack off. Um, kill everything on his team except for um, collectors on his last click and Thanos on top click. Um, then he rolls a one on his gem. And, <laughs> and he, I was like, man, you got to pick time, right? Time's super important. He's like, oh, but I could pick I could pick space and just run. I'm like, I don't know, man. I can get pretty far. <laughs> um, but he ends up making the right decision and picking space and just moving away and body blocking with collector. Um, I end up killing Collector, uh, but uh, Thanos was safe for that turn. I couldn't charge Florium. He was like one out of my range, even with the Perplex up on it. Um, so wasn't able to kill him that turn. And then after that, it's uh, pretty hard for me to time down because he scores some points. Um, but eventually time's called, and it was uh, one. I had 110 to his 105. <laughs> so <laughs> I, uh, I won by five points um but that brings my total up to 210 points on two rounds one-on-one uh so it's not quite enough to to make cut um i think up, pj and you ended up ninth seed right uh i think p alex says pj was in front of me so i would have been 10th i don't know what his points were gotcha. um but yeah pj was ninth and i was 10th so we <laughs> we barely missed it but uh right yeah, that ended my day. Your so, team, your matches weren't the only ones. I don't feel like there were a lot of just sweeps. Yeah, that's yeah. how I felt too. Right, there wasn't. If, there wasn't. I mean, points were so hard to get. So yeah. So Alex, you uh, you played Tyler. Anything you want to add on Tyler's matchup, and what did you do in round two of top sixteen? Not much to add to Tyler's. I think that was a good storytelling. Um, for second match, I played Andy Kleinman. Uh, he was playing Thanos, Collector, Molecule Man, Star Sapphire Sprite, Cloak of Levitation, and Ampetunia's House. We've um, never seen that team before. The, the Emily yeah. team. Yeah. yeah. Um, though he was equipping Cloak on Thanos instead of like Collector or someone else. Hmm. Um, so I won map, took him to Fountains of Asgard. Um, I did a really. I feel like a smooth job of maintaining my battle fury as I moved up. Um, so I, I was able to move up. He wasn't able to really mind control me uh, until like round, th uh, uh, sorry, turn three or so. Um, at which point he was able to move up with his Thanos carrying Sprite and use Sprite to outwit battle fury on, I think, Sarkarian Iron Man. And has Arcane and Iron Man just punch Valeria. Um, which I was like, shoot, I forgot you could just outwit. Yeah, that's bad on me that you could just outwit that Battle Fury. <laughs> um, so I ended up masterminding that to Lockjaw, et cetera, et cetera. And then we did like a little dance. I was able to, that next turn, you know, Sprite is incredibly hard to kill because you can only, you know, they can only be targeted if you're adjacent. And they also have shape change and super senses. Or if they're the last person on the team i think is the other one uh, but the thing that gets around it is energy explosion and sprite is only two clicks long so with franklin um which we had to have a rules clarification because franklin started out with battle fury um 
but I gave him running shot, precision strike, and like invincible. Yeah, you could totally and, pick the power. Uh, you just can't use them. Well, you can use running shot. You just have to move. Yep. Out of the Correct. out of Because running here. shot is a power action. Yeah, yeah, range. exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and so there was a little clarification there, but yeah, because you start your power action to start, you move, and then you make a range. So when I was making the range, I was no longer within the battle furiness of emotional modifier. Mm. So I I killed his um, his sprite repositioned for the battle fury. Um, his next turn, he sidestepped up onto one of the elevation, and I was like, "What is he doing? Like, like he's picking mind control again?" And I was like, "I don't get it." And then he sh he just shoots my lockjaw and kills him. And I was like, "Oh, yeah, lockjaw has the emotional modifier. That's bad, because um, lockjaw's now dead. Emotional <laughs> modifier dropped, and then he mind controls me. Um, so that was spooky. He killed Valeria. He was up on points, but he left his Thanos there." Pretty darn close to Scarlet Witch. I was able to TK with Franklin to move Scarlet Witch in a favorable position to drop the rune to then also then sidestep charge around to and have Marvella meet up there to charge Flurry with an, uh, with an Empower to go from first click to last click on Thanos. Um, he was also double tokened at that point. Uh, ah. Yeah, and he missed his rollout, uh, his uh, willpower roll. And... Well, he shouldn't get it in the room. Exactly, yeah, he didn't get that on that, but yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> no, so he may not have been double token. He may have had one one token. He moved his other people up to get a prob for the breakaway, because I had placidity against him, and he failed three times in a row. Um, oh. I had a, I had a prob on him also, if, if needed be. Uh, but that sealed the deal. Uh, that was like, having experienced that with Kelby earlier, like my next turn, I was like, Circadian Iron Man chooses Flurry of Poison, Poison! <laughs> like, I, like, I be, like, the fastest. And we, we still had like, I guess, it ended up being like 10-15 minutes left. <laughs> sure. But I was like, I'm poisoning him to death, dang it. I'm not gonna lose this. Um, so yeah, once Thanos was dead, it, it was it was over. Um mm -hmm. And so I, I took the points, and I, I made it into top eight. And I had never made it that far before. I never made top 16 either, so I was thrilled and yeah. utterly exhausted. <laughs> sure. Right. Yeah, I was I was not utterly exhausted at this point. But, uh, <laughs> you slept in. You had two I, days. You slept till 9.30. Right. Yeah. I um, So uh, my round one of top 16, I played Scott Crampton. Well, that's a juicy matchup, right? Yeah, lots uh, of lots of points scoring. Yeah, it uh, it uh, it was boring as fuck, is what it was. <laughs> yeah, that's how we feel, Dan. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I it ended up I crit missed my opener. Um, okay. I, I sure miss Black Vulcan. Um, <laughs> and so that pretty much kind of sealed the deal for me. Uh, Scott was able to get through by Sakari and Iron Man. Uh, I called out my Destroyer immediately. Uh, he hit the 8 immediately to get my, rid of my Destroyer. My Destroyer never came back out. Um, so we ended up that game with 125. Uh, Scott, uh, 70 uh, for me. 
So basically, I KO'd all of his squishy things. Uh, his non-squishy Sakarian Iron Man lived. Um, so I think the game would have went the other way had I not missed my opener. So uh, <laughs> a whopping 70 points going into the 0-1 matchup. And I get matched up against the 300-point Unimind of Antonio Clark. <laughs> um, yeah, props to Antonio. Props to Antonio for qualifying with that. Um, uh-huh. But at the end of the day, um, you know, I have a sort of non-traditional Thanos team that I'm playing that puts out a lot of damage, and mm-hmm. there's only one choice. Um, <laughs> it's attack the Unimind. Um, Antonio made one mistake, uh, probably two actually. Uh, he didn't capitalize on a mistake that I made. I don't think he realized that uh, Unimind shot out of adjacency. Um, oh. So he went for a hypersonic breakaway roll against my uh, um, cloaked Iron Man and uh, failed the roll twice. And uh, oh, but there that's were, rough. But there was a Marvella like sitting right there, like, "Hey, please don't get a shot." He could have just shot her and like put the pressure on me, but um, then he ended up rolling like one two two one on his rollouts, um, uh, and Sakari and Iron Man and Thanos just obliterated him. Um, that's rough because doesn't like it, you know that you know it's fifty fifty rollouts too, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like I had a plan where I was able to you know get him down to his last set of rollouts, where or get our Unimind down to her last set of rollouts, where she. Um, she's able to you know with all of that but it just never worked out because antonio did not engage he took me to the manhattan bridge map uh, stayed on two tokens switched between phasing and regen and colossal stamina and uh didn't engage shot all the lights for sakarian iron man um and you know was bragging quite a bit about how he was uh um able to uh want to face thanos and uh you know, um, I showed him. He did. It. He did. <laughs> he did get to face the Thanos. But uh, we were done very quickly, uh, and I got to be a ball of emotions where I got to see whether or not my 370 points was enough to make it into top eight. And it was. Um, were you the eighth seed? I was the eighth seed. Uh, PJ was quite a bit away behind me with his one and one. Um, PJ lost map to Scott Crampton. Uh, in the second yep. round and uh, here's a tidbit for everyone that is still trudging through and listening in here um, Eastview Park you're able to destroy objects with Thanos um, you know if you're willing to take the risk and buy it uh, play Eastview Park for Worlds um, just space up and shoot it yep Mm-hmm. yep makes it go away yeah that was a very unfortunate game to watch um after the map roll. Yeah, um, Scott was in command of that matchup and um, made it happen. So, um, I got to watch most of that match because <laughs> the game finished so quickly. Um, but I was playing very quickly. You know, I, I pushed the pace with Antonio. You know, we were going, right? I barriered. I had my pacing down for Barry with Marbella and Molecule Man. I moved up very specifically on the map to where he would have to overcommit to come over. I was beat, bop, boop, bop, bopping, right? I mean, you know, I have played against full point, you know, TMT Unimind in the day where they're like, 
Well, I might perplex. Well, I might do this. I might pick powers. No, we were going. We were beat by. Yeah, you you have to you have to do that. You need to take as many turns as you can possibly. Right. So, um, you know that experience paid off for me. So, um, we entered top sixteen. Um, top eight. Top eight. Sorry. Um, and then Alex, uh, you lost to the champ, right? In top eight. Right? How did that yeah. go? Yeah. So um, I lost map, which he is unthemed. So <laughs> that chance was <laughs> That's pretty rough. rough. Yeah. I was like, this is how it's going to go. Great. Um, he took me to Krakoa, destroyed um, my objects. No, he did it. That's right. Because uh, he said he didn't know how. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I, I was anticipating that. I was like, great. Here we go. Krakoa, he's going to destroy all my stuff. And he said, no. I, like, he knows how to do it. But he's like, I don't really like. He, he has a setup. Turn yeah, one he setup. has a setup. He easily could do it. He had a Mary Jane, TK, easily could have done it, but he has a specific setup. Right. Um, his team utilizes a lot of um, free actions, a lot of moving around. He, by far the best person I've ever seen utilize a construct because um, mm -hmm. he utilized the construct better than anything. He killed one of my human torches with a stupid construct throwing an object. I love um, doing that. Yeah, and it was like, a he needed a good roll, and it, his dice were fire, but he made a lot of decisions that put him in a better position. Um, I didn't put my Sarkarian Iron Man in a great position, um, unfortunately. I guess I just didn't think he was going to be able to do as much as he did, um, and he was able to just kind of wipe my Sarkarian Iron Man Um I missed some rolls. He was able to move up and like barrier. Like man, Molecule's super annoying, especially Molecule Man is, especially with Faust. So like, I had to kill Faust, and I did um, ultimately kill Faust because I couldn't use any of my perplexes or probs. But it just took so much out of it to do so that I just couldn't recover well enough. Um, that like I was battling with just like a Valeria Franklin and a Human Torch against most of the rest of his team. Like it, it went downhill pretty quickly. Um, I could have played better. Um, could have won map. Uh, there's a lot of things that could have gone better my way. So I think from if I was taking it from purely um, my team versus his, my team could have handled his team. I think um, he's just obviously the the better player and the better um you know winning map helped a lot as well but, yeah that's that's probably the most important role to have in that game yeah and i was i didn't play my best i didn't position as well as i should have so um i wasn't disappointed i was like i i was happy once again glad to be here thanks for having me um <laughs> so i i was more amazed at what he was doing and more frustrated with how much he was able to do mm. um which is why I'm like super pumped about Merlin now, um, just because I like <laughs> look at all the stuff he did. I'm like that's stupid, like completely within the rules, like completely like how you could play it. And I'm like it's dumb. There's so much flexibility of just like free moving, right. like sidesteps and the construct and Mary Jane. It's like all this stuff that like his turns took a, a little bit because he literally had so much he could do and he mm -hmm. was doing it quickly. So. I was like, that's frustrating because it's so much, but well deserved for him winning nationals. But yeah, it was a tough matchup, and I wish I did better. But I was happy with how I ended up on the day.
day at six. Right. So, so I made it to top eight. I had to go against the one seed, um, which was uh, Josefa Alves, Joe Alves from Florida. Um, and, you know, a few episodes ago, um, maybe a couple months ago, I was talking about, man, I need um, Joe Alves to, like, see what he can do IRL. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I want to see him do well in a big tournament, right? So, um, you know, in person, specifically in person. And, um, you know, he did. Uh, he did really well. He was the first top seed. Um, so we play, he's playing unthemed drop off as he does. And, <laughs> um, you know, we go, I win map, we go to Eastview Park, my turn one. Uh, he blows, uh, I blow up his emotional modifier, um, and, uh, I barrier in my Thanos. Um, knowing that he's going to be able to attack me, um, but I, you know, I don't know how badly it is, right? Because, you know, he's got a Marvella and some other stuff and more, and I also equipped my Iron Man. So my, Mar- my Iron Man is, uh is equipped but my marvella also broke uh immunity um so he moves up uh you know venom magged carries some folks does some tk blah 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 um so his spider hammer eye comes up he positions for no prob with the 12 attack needs to roll a six uh and as a note i only had the space gym no rollouts um so, as you ride or die with your unthemed teams, um, Spider Hammer, I rolled a three. Yep. No probs? Uh, no he, probs in favor. He positioned his maggot to prob the um, flash attack. The follow-up attack. The yeah. follow-up attack with flash. Um, you know, which, Wait. which may not have been the right play because Thanos' defense goes down. Um We'll follow up attack with flash. He was uh, gonna attack with flash as the next Right. So he follows up with attack with a flash for five damage and it connects. Uh so Thanos is on clip four with his fourteen attack. And um <laughs> so um I proceed to the next turn, uh roll willpower on my entire team and <laughs> and hit three gems. Fun. That's a that's God, I have played against Thanos so much, and that is the most tilting thing in the world. Right. So, when you just roll all of your stuff. Right. So, I mean, that meant Molecule Man was untokened, uh, Sakarian Iron Man was untokened, Thanos was untokened, and had space, uh, mm-hmm. or had time, mind, soul. Yeah. Um, so that turn, I outwitted the defense, the super senses on Flash and on Maggot, uh, dual target, mind controlled. Uh, Spider Ham KO'd Marvella, um, and, um, Flash dealt three to Maggot. Um, Spider Ham moved away. Um, uh, Thanos then dual target shot, um, oh, I made Rookie first. Uh, then Thanos dual target shot, uh, Flash and Maggot, KOing Maggot, and, um, um, Dealing one to the flash, um, and then rookie uh, ran running shot critically hit. 
Um, nice, nice. And no probs against. Uh, KOing Flash and dealing three to Spider Hammer Eye. And... It's a decent turn. Yeah, and then uh, I didn't have any targets left because Sakari and Iron Man chose Poison. Um, so Sakari and Iron Man moved Thanos back. Um, ran up and grabbed him and sidestepped. Uh, mm -hmm. pretty, pretty, pretty decent turn. At, at that point, it was pretty much over. Um, Thanos had then soul gemmed back to top dial. Um, sure. And because why not? Um, I, you know, I danced around, KO'd his spider hammer eye, KO'd his, um, commissioner, and then his rookie, his Sakari and Iron Man was left. Uh, so it ended up being a 245 to, um, 125 win. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, less than that because my Molecule Man lived. So I ended up with just his Sakari and Iron Man left and um, Thanos and Molecule Man were just switching between reality and power barrier. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, good game from Joe. I mean, winning map was huge. Um, and then obviously his miss was huge. Um, then top four, I played against the Lokis of Robert Boehm. Um, I lost map. Um, you know, there's not a lot to say in this game. You know, I don't think there was any micro decisions that I missed out on. The Lokis have a ton of prob. Jubilee gets rid of barrier. Um, I would just like to remind everyone. So, Tyler, you had asked in our chat, like, Dan, can you talk about, like, you know, any tricks that the Loki team has? And, like, Alex, you were like, well, you're probably, you y'all are probably just going to write that team off. And I'm like, no. Y'all have to remember. I said that. Uh, oh, it's trick is it plays Jubilee. Yeah, and it's trick is it plays Jubilee. It's a plus ten Jubilee team. Uh, yeah. Um so I mean that's the thing. Y'all have to remember from back in February and March, I didn't like to play Thanos before Hammer Jane came out because there was no way to get Thanos to six damage. Now my current iteration of Thanos didn't have that as an option and was ultimately its downfall. Um, because turn one, if I can't shoot Jubilee if she moves up, then it's bad. It just turns out being bad. And guess what? That's exactly what happened. Uh, Jubilee removing my barrier and also having Faust to do five damage at a time. Just, I, I can't. I can't overcome. How's Faust still in five damage? No, uh, Jubilee's doing five. Jubilee, uh... Jubilee's doing five because of Faust. That makes more and, sense. I just can't overcome it, right? So, um, my world's team, I think my first test will be one that can do six damage because I'm hearing about all this X-Men stuff. Um, and That's so, fair. And if they move up Jubilee, um, I want to be able to hit her for six. Uh, and barring she misses her shape change. Um, so, we'll see what happens. Um, but that was the main thing. Uh, I mean, I had a play to go up like 125 points or more because I was down. I, I had scored like 85 or so, and he had already scored almost my whole non-Thanos team. But I only got one gem, and it just didn't turn out so well. Um, if I'd had this, the space gem, I'm sorry, the time gem as well, um, it might have been okay. But he was just able to pour the attacks into Thanos from there at that point. Uh, and just prob prob walls are a real thing right now. Like that's that is an effective strategy. Yeah, I mean the Loki's having prob 
it wasn't a big deal. Um, but um, I mean, at the end of the day, um, you know, the the couple of the couple of gems that I didn't get was a problem, and um, that was the that was my downfall. I made top four. Um, we got all the prizing. Alex, what did you get in your draft? I got a factory set of Avengers assembled. Yep, and then which I got not a, on the list. Right, and then I got a factory set of Avengers Black Panther and Illuminati, and then Tyler, you ended up with a Chase Prime set of um, Guardians of the Galaxy, um, which is the zombies. The zombies. So I still got to get you pictures of that. My bad. I mean, just give it to Jason. <laughs> for right. my flash. And so yeah, Tyler, flash. Tyler has stolen uh, Jason's flash. So, and then to round off yep. our trip, we went to the Fogo de Chao Brazilian Steakhouse. Oh, the best part Whoa. of the whole weekend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We just skipped all over to that, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we just skipped straight to that. Um, you know, uh, but with, a, with another congratulations to Isaac, of course. But, uh, yeah. Um, and his I think, second Nationals title, I think. Yeah, his second yep. Nationals title. Um, I'd say depending on how you rank things, Isaac is definitely, he is, he is leaning more towards in my brain having, um, doing better than Pat overall. Yeah, probably. Um, so I mean, the, the the only thing Pat had going for him was when he was at his height, he was playing more, but I mean, the consistency of Isaac to to win and place in these major events is nuts. Right, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So through through what it seems to be multiple eras of clicks, yeah. Like he is he is adapting as the game changes. That's right. Era. Yeah. So I mean if you look at it right, I mean Pat won Rock Cup, Isaac won Rock Cup, the Rock Worlds. Um but then Pat has one more singles world title over Isaac. Um so it's not really a discussion of who's better or whatever, but I mean Isaac is dang close to being conclusively the greatest mm-hmm. Euroclix player of all time. That and, only, and he can't legally and he can't legally vote. <laughs> yeah, that is. True. A, is he seventeen now? Sixteen? Seventeen? Seventeen. Seventeen. It's a it, right now. It's a Jordan Lebron type discussion. Yeah. Right. Like you, you can easily make those comparisons where it's like. But in this case, right? It's it's. It, it, that is true, Alex, but it's almost to where it's like conclusively Jordan or conclusively LeBron. Um, because, there are some who agree with that statement. But, uh, yeah, well, they're wrong because it's conclusively Jordan right now, so. Uh, okay. Uh, so, um, Fogo de Chao is awesome. If y'all have never gotten the opportunity to go to a Brazilian steakhouse, you should absolutely go to a Brazilian steakhouse. That was my that was my first time. That was amazing. Oh my god, I want to go back. It was okay. <laughs> like, like the meat, the Shut meat your mouth, was, Alex. The meat part was all right, but man, like the salad bar just wasn't doing it for me this time. Like, That's I, not why you go. I didn't even waste my energy on a salad bar. So I will say this: we went to the uh, Rodizio Grill last year as a team when we went to Columbus, <gasps> mm-hmm. Ohio. The Rodizio Grill had more salady things on their salad bar, but the mm-hmm. um, de Chao had more like more meat and cheeses on their salad bar. Um, this particular time, I don't know if it was a Saturday night thing or a Gen Con thing, uh, but they have had more salady salads on their 
salad bar before. Yeah, some, so. of, some of the stuff I got from there just wasn't um, up to par uh, from the salad bar. So it kind of brought things down. The meats brought it back up to where it's, um, I'm in a positive opinion. Um, but, eh. Yeah. There was, a, there was a moment during dinner where everybody flipped their their button over to to the red side, to the no thank you side. And you just see me slowly like flip mine over. And TJ looks at me he's like, were you just peer pressured into, say, into flipping yours over? <laughs> I'm like, maybe. Well, right. you might as well have, might as well have kept it I, I, I did have to go a while before I could get any more. Right. Yeah, the yeah, service. So the service they, I they, know they were busy. But... No, no. So that's the tactic that they do. So they no, want no, they no. let they let the food settle. No, no, they want you to uh, just have one round of everything. Yeah, because when we went to Rodizio Grill, Tyler wanted some more, and we all wanted some more of the pineapple last year, and we had yeah. to like ask and ask and ask for it because they don't want to bring a second round to your table. Right. I was actually grabbing like servers that were going to other tables. Right. Yeah, yeah. So that's a like, I'll, I'll take some of that, please. Yeah, that's kind of a negative of the Brazilian steakhouse. They don't really want you to get a second round of stuff if you're not. Yeah, I, I guess I guess I was meaning, like, I just felt like the service was a little subpar in general. Um, like, drinks took a bit. Yeah, took a bit to, just like, yours. They didn't bring you water because I don't think they Well, no, Jason ordered <laughs> Jay, Well, you forced Jason to order margarita. And luckily, <laughs> luckily, it never came because Jason got a free dessert out. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. But that even took a bit. Like it just took a, a, a long time for them to not want us to have food. They weren't really pushing us to like, hey, get out of here so we can serve more people. Like it was a little weird. I know they were busy, but as someone who served a long time, I'm like that. Eh, Could have done more, a lot better. But that food, the food was very good. Yeah, yes, it was. was and it's more of yeah, a celebratory right. sort of place. Yeah. Um, so um, let's answer some questions to round out this episode. I know we're going kind of late. Jason's headphones almost dying. So um, mm-hmm. let's uh, let's get through these questions. I know we got a lot of good stuff in here. We might have to table some of these to the next episode. So Michael Kupak, so what was the general consensus with Gen Con and the state of clicks coming out of it? Um, yeah, it was great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, was Gen Con well attended was for Clicks players? Um, here's the thing: that demo table for Learn to Play for Hero Clicks was busy all weekend. Yep, it oh. never stopped. Right. Um. So. Yeah the the pre- like at Gen Con like WizKids did a really good job. Their presence was good. Um, they had a lot of previews. Having the month one through three for the X of Swords builds hype for that. It's a really cool set. Um, fan appreciation for the first time in like three years. Um, good stuff in that. Uh, yeah, it, it and, like, yeah, go ahead. Um, another, like, I know everybody likes to bash on WizKids, but something with you bringing up the, the Exosaurus three month storyline OP. Um, for the Saturday event, Scott, uh, D'Agostino went out of his way to find more product and find more slots available so that more people could play in that event. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yes, so, big, so. big jump, big kudos to that. Right, yeah. So, um... One, one thing I do want to say um, about the national setup, 
with Gen Con. I hope it is at Gen Con next year, and I hope they have more room and then a little bit more flexibility with like more BRs and stuff. Because that that is something where it's like if it's the same size next year, like Tyler, for example, like if you showed up and wanted to play, you would not be able to play any hero clicks. Yeah, that makes sense. Like that stinks. But Mm -hmm. the uh, the main point I also wanted to bring, and I hope it doesn't happen at Worlds, and I think it was just because of a time thing, is the one thing that did I didn't really like about how they did nationals and qualifiers is that they didn't verify any builds. No, they did not. That's true. Um, That which made everything faster, sure. (laughs) Yeah. But and they're fortunate nobody like had an illegal build throughout it because to be honest did you guys like double check and verify like is everything like does every number add up not even a little bit not even a little bit uh tj ran into somebody trying to play uh exoswords figures um oh yeah yeah so so that was one point where it's like okay i understand it was a time constraint they were you know not maybe not enough staff to even do it like it's hard to fit that in when you're working at such a quick time. Right. So next yeah. year, if it's at Gen Con, I feel like they need to fix that. This doesn't need to be the standard. This shouldn't be the standard at Worlds by far because everything's in their control there. Mm. Um, so I'm hoping it's a one-off because even though it made things faster, it lowers the integrity of it because we were just, as a guy who looks at risk, we, but like professionally, we were lucky that someone didn't like make top eight and we go back and look at the build and say, well, shoot, you were actually five points over or no, it actually isn't a theme team because of blah, 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 blah. Like putting a lot of faith in the players to verify builds. No one looks at those build sheets outside of like, what is your theme? Let me look at your sheet. Oh, you have it written at the top. Like, okay. Like nobody does that. Right. Same with that. And, that, and that goes for a lot of things at the beginning of the game. Like a lot of things, people don't really do the first player put it out, second player put it out. Everyone just throws their stuff at the same time, most of the time. So that's something that, like, I hope it doesn't tra- like continue. But that right. is one thing I noticed. That I, I agree. I agree with you, though. I do hope that was that all of this is done at Gen Con next year. Yes, I think Gen Con's a perfect place. Origins is fine. I mean. But I, I just liked. I mean, I had fun at Gen Con, so. Yeah. But uh, all right, so um, I wanted to talk a little bit about sort of the health and safety thing here on Brandon Bernie's. What insights and tips do you have for playing at the venues and preparing for Worlds? Um, so I am very happy to say that all my walking and preparation, um, I was definitely not nearly as tired. Um, as I have been in years past, nor was I nearly as tired as I was after PJ's event or Rock Cup. So the preparation was good. Um, sleeping in on Saturday was a big deal. The one thing I didn't prep for was my back hurting because I was carrying a backpack that was heavy. Um, but other than that, I mean, that wasn't that big a deal. I just took it really easy on Saturday, uh, prepping for top 16, um, but everything worked out really well. Uh, so for worlds, right? I think you need to be prepared from a like health perspective of like standing a lot. Um, be prepared for long days because you're going to be having fun. You're going to be talking. You're going to be playing in BRs. Um, 
the amount of water that I drink, I'd like to thank yep. Jason and Az for helping keep me hydrated. Uh, Jason and Rand got me a couple water bottles. Az filled up my cup like two or three times during Top 16, yep. um, which was greatly appreciated. So lots of liquid. That was going to be my, my suggestion is hydrate, 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 hydrate. Yeah, lots of liquid. Um, you know, the food stuff, I, I stayed... You know, I ate what I wanted, basically, but I didn't overeat in the mornings. Um, but I, you know, had my little snacks and everything was ready to go. So, um, and uh, uh, to piggyback off of that, I would say, as someone who played Hero Clicks for eight hours straight on Friday, going from the qualifier to X of Swords, um, just be mindful that you're probably going to be in a similar situation at Worlds. You're going to want to keep playing. So, one, don't be afraid to take a little time out to just mentally write yourself. But think of either mental exercises or if you have a playlist or something that you need to just pop in, especially if you're a little bit more introverted, to kind of write the ship a bit. Because I know after qualifier, my brain was just like spazzing, coming off of that high to eventually just run right into another tournament. Um, I was making mistakes in the second tournament because I just, it was so much and you're going to want to not waste a moment at Worlds. So just be mindful of that, that, you know, if you've got a, your, if you're got a Spotify playlist, make sure it's like beefed up. So that way you can take a few minutes in between BRs or, you know, you play in team worlds and you've got a, or a qualifier and then into team worlds, you know, make sure you take the mental breaks you might need. Because, man, did I need that. Um, and luckily, where we're at, uh, at Worlds, like, you won't have to worry about a long trip back to the car. You won't have to worry about, like, hopefully you won't have to worry about, like, terrible bathroom situations like Gen Con was. Um, so just, you know, I think all our preparation did well. I still found myself, like, not having food. Even though I felt like I prepared, <laughs> even though I felt like I prepared well, I it was just I didn't think I was going to do as well as I did, so I didn't think I would be playing Hero Clicks for that long. Right? The, yeah, I mean, I yeah, I never got really hungry or anything. I had plenty of food and access to food. Um, so, um, you know, we are running a bit long on this one. Um, so. Do we want to talk about our world's teams? Uh, or no. do we, not right now? So <laughs> no. Okay. Well, we're gonna anything world's related will just be tabled because we've got a lot to start and talk about because this is a radical change going into worlds because we're in a whole new mechanics being introduced and a set that has pretty decent ramifications is being introduced to shake up the meta in five weeks. So. Yeah. There's so, plenty to talk about. So folks know here, do you want to do a part two to this episode since we have a ton of questions about worlds or do we want to do a separate yeah. episode? I think uh, we could just do a separate Road to Worlds episode. This is the national Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, just do it that way. All right. So it's almost midnight then. You know, we didn't really rush through this, but we had a lot to talk about in national, lots of insights about our teams. Um, so real quick then. PJ, Joe, Eric, Andrew, Jose, Charles, Rafael, Dionacio, Peter, Caleb, Rodrigo, Amato, Lewis, 
Mark, George, Barnstable, Richard, Patrick, Ben. Thank you. Uh, Jack, Manny, thank you for all of your questions. Um, we are just going to record another episode as soon as we can after this one and uh, answer all of these questions specifically. So We are excited to talk about World So Yeah, very much mm-hmm. so. Uh, yep. So, final thoughts, Jason? Jenkins um, was a good time. I'm glad we did it. Uh, hopefully the masks are not required next year because my ears are still hurting. But uh, I'm going to have to find a better one to wear. Yes, yeah, same. Yeah. As final thoughts? Uh, can't wait to become a competitive D&D Onslaught player. Let's go. <laughs> Alex, final thoughts? Um, I piggyback off of what Jason said. Gen Con was great. I hope we just get an announcement sooner rather than later that it's going to be back next year because of the great response. Because I think WizKids also had a great response at their booth, in the dealer's hall, and at, like you guys said, the the um, learn to play tables. I think they were very well received because I saw tons of people there constantly at the dealer hall at their booth. So hopefully that's enough incentive for them to say, you know what, Gen Con's fine. We'll get a better space next year. Let's just go with that and forget Origins. Not that I don't love Columbus. But... Final thoughts, Tyler? Uh, yeah, pretty much every said. Uh, Nationals was uh, a lot of fun. Um, you know, I got top 16, not, uh, not like the best I've ever done, but, uh, not too bad for the format. Um, and yeah, I guess look, I <laughs> gotta, <I'm laughs> gotta get ready for worlds. It's, it's coming up so fast. Yep. Mm-hmm. I agree. So, um, but yeah, thanks everybody for listening today. Um, expect another quick turnaround this week another episode um we're just going to go straight into worlds we got plenty of questions to do a whole nother two hours um and uh we i appreciate all the feedback and i've appreciate everyone that listened to the six and a half hour set review episode thank you all very much uh but we'll break up this one into a little two hour and 45 minute episode but thanks everybody for listening to clicks off today and we'll talk to y'all next time see you later Bye.